Welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, a show about weirdos, with your hosts, John Fahey, Aaron Peter, and Matt Brutzone. Hello folks, welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, it's a show about weirdos, doggone it. My name is John Boy, I am your host, John Francis Fahey, joining me as ever. Is the pinnacle and perfection of perversion, Michelangelo's David Duchovny, Aaron Joseph Pita. And I am just flying through the universe. (laughs) (laughs) Not good. Mm. Speaking of the universe Uh. and gaping black holes. Oh! Oh, Matthew Brusso. <laughs> Handsome oh. Matt Brusso, the Frenchman henchman. Well, especially in Cape Cod. The Cape God, Cape mm, God, baby. Yum. Baby. Um, so you, you guys, uh, you know um, you know how though we have all those hot listeners? Oh, my Dude, God. We have some of the hottest listeners. Tens of them. All, all fertile. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, all I mean, fertile. And the ones that aren't seem like they are. Yeah. yeah like oh, you yeah, wish yeah. they were. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They're, um, uh, I want to send a shout out to uh, friends uh, Josh Green and M. Lynch. Oh, feeding for a this breed. Is, this, is, this, is, this, is, this is a good looking couple. It's oh, Coop, boy. It's Coop and Steve all over again. <gasps> what? Fuck? Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's a hot time. Mm. You know? Oh You're God. going like, oh, man. Let me you get know. me a sandwich. <laughs> they, yum, they, yum. Yeah. Very, very cool people up in the Portland area. Hello to you guys. Love you. Hi. And, um, of course, uh, we should mention um, the folks, oh, uh, our Patreon, uh, $5 a month, extra mm-hmm. episode per week. They've been getting some fire lately. They've been getting <laughs> some? Oh, oh, from us. Yeah. Yeah, we had, we, had some, we had some shit. We had some shit. I mean, with inflation? Yeah, dude. And oof, us oof. not changing the pricing structure? I mean, it's kind of like Costco not changing the $1.50 hot dogs. Yeah, I mean, it's a real hot dog of a time. You're just mm-hmm. getting quality meat, yeah. buns. Of questionable origin. That's mm-hmm. right, at, the, at a reasonable price. Quite. It's something you can Quite. depend on. Yeah. Yes. Some of it's probably rat lips. Mm. Probably. Probably. It's so funny they take the trouble to, to get the lips. Well, it's, they got to go somewhere. Yeah. What are we gonna do with all these lips? Yeah. Do, you, do you think it's maybe just the, like the rat Hot dog? <laughs> the rat lips fall off while they're eating the other meat. Oh, mm. maybe. They just so happen to be rat lips in mm. there, you know, because they get in there. Oh, they got those little mouths and hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, what the the Patreon folks? Um, they 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 have been getting some fire, Aaron. I uh, would say so. Um. We've had, had some silly, silly fun times. A lot of Orson Welles going down. A lot down. of Orson Welles. A lot. a lot of comic book talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, talked, talked about Back to the Future 3 for like dude, an hour. An hour. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, talked it's about fine. Hey, talked about my dreams. Even, yeah, yeah. We I had some more weird dreams last night. <clears throat> cool, sicko. Yeah, I watched The Gray Man. Oh, really? In yeah. your dreams. Did it suck? Kinda. Yeah. It's cool. kind of like it was a first draft for like um like a Captain America slash Winter Soldier movie. Yeah. Well, now they're gonna make a, a series sequel. out of it. Yeah. Well, it was a, it was a novel. Right. The movie has nothing. Like totally changed everything. Uh, not that the novel is any good, anyways. But mm-hmm. uh, it got it's getting a sequel. So mm-hmm. It was a two hundred million dollar movie that mm-hmm. the Russos made with the writers Marcus and McFeely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, it was looked like it was, it was like a first draft of a like a Cap and Natasha. Weird. Movie like all, all the characters are there, you know. Because it's all Russo brothership. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, well, I, I, yeah, I want to say the 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 Patreon subscribers, um, real fucking weirdos. Um, a lot of them hot, most of them. 
Yeah. Uh, Some for everybody. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Yeah. Hey, and the Discord, I've been lurking on the Discord. The Discord that they, nice. they created, the, the Discord. Um, it's a very nice community. I'm very, yes. I'm very happy. I'm honored. Yeah, they did it. Yeah. Um, it's real, real nice. Um, if I could be Onyx with you. To be, to be completely honest, to be... To be completely honest with you, uh, I want to. Uh, I want to. I want to get into what Matt's got going here because Matt was really excited. Very excited. He was really excited yeah. to share this with us. A cavalcade. Yeah. It seems like it'll. It is a yeah. cavalcade. Of well, do, you, I mean, do you guys know this is episode uh, two hundred? I, oh! I did not know. Yeah, this is episode two hundred. So we, we have two hundred episodes. Yeah, we have two hundred six Patreon episodes. Holy Jesus fucking, fucking shit! F. Yeah, it's a real, it's a real output. Where's all the money? <laughs> no money. No, no money. Suck a cock. You suck a cock. Um, two hundred episodes. Mm -hmm. So does that mean we've been doing it for four years? At least. No, it's probably been close about, to what, five now. No. <laughs> oh, it might be. At beginning, uh, end of twenty seventeen, I think. You, when you guys first came to the studio. Fuck, we're going on five years of this shit. You're young. You guys were so hot and young back then. Yeah. It's time now to you're move. hot time, and old. Time, time to you're move still on. Young and time, hot. time to move on. Yeah. <laughs> time to wrap it up. <laughs> oh, no stories left. I mean nah, that nah, that nah, particular nah. moment. Okay, got it. Not like the but, whole. But uh, oh no, no, the whole show's got to go, baby. <sighs> Two hundred. I'm done. I'm calling it right I'm now. That's here. it. But uh, new show. Yeah. I, I was working on uh, one bigger thing, and it didn't it didn't have the pizzazz I wanted, so I've had to, you know, put that back. And then I sat down and just fucked off, and I started reading this book, and I said. Oh, that was, that's it. That's the one. And so I, I just, I'm going to give you some backstory. And uh, I've put give, give a me the backstory. little structure into this. So I'll, you know, give you some backstory. Then I'll go into Context it. clues. And then, uh, and then we'll go into sort of uh, uh, later, we'll go into some of my favorite examples of this. But uh, did David beat Goliath, I ask you? I think in the legend he does. Yes, but did he deserve to? Uh, well, I guess well, he, he beat... He, it's talk a, out the myth. It, I, I suppose it's a representation of uh, technology over brute strength. Mm, mm. The young shepherd boy using a slingshot yes. uh, the, uh, to, to defeat a giant giant of a man. Yes. Well, who, who might have had some sort of pituitary disease. Yes. Well, St. Augustine, 4th century theologian, of course. Of course. He wrote, during the combat... During the combat, God awaits, the heavens open, and he defends the party who he sees is right. So, David won. Because Therefore, he, right. he deserved to. God mm. chose him. Got it. Clearly. 501, Gundabalt, king of the Bur Burgundians. Mm. In writing, he states, It being just that every man should be ready to defend with his sword the truth which he attests, and to submit himself to the judgment of heaven. And so under Gundabald's uh, further established rules, two litigants... Who, uh, they're, they're, they're sniping over an issue, right? Uh, they would face each other. One would, uh, they would take an oath not to use charms or magic against each other. And Very important. One would throw a glove down, and the other one would pick it up, fling down the gauntlet, was where that phrase comes from. And once the glove is picked up, the battle is agreed upon. Yes, yes, threw down the gauntlet. Uh, very famous uh, uh, precedent set by one Thanos <laughs> of Titan. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think he ever threw it down. That would be kind of a bad idea. I think he uh, metaphorically yeah. threw it down. It was mm. like, you know, I'm going to lay this gauntlet down upon you thee with great wrath down, and yeah. furious anger, uh -huh. plus I'm inevitable. <laughs> Is this uh, a history of trial by combat? Hold on, hold on. Don't guess. Let him oh, get through okay. it. Okay, it's very exciting. So this system, 
would spread throughout Europe. Nobles would be on horseback, and then uh, non-nobles would just be on their feet. And they were all using swords until the nobles were like, those guys shouldn't be allowed to do this. And so they made the non-nobles fight with sticks. And so they just hit each other with sticks. <laughs> you fucking poor idiots. Yeah, yeah. So you know how, like, <laughs> in Robin Hood, when uh, uh, Little John, you won't, cross the, you won't let him cross the river, they hit each other with sticks? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They it's were, probably they were good poor. not to let all your workers kill each other. Well, there was also that, too. Right? It's kind yes. of, it's and kind plus, of a... it's funny to watch them whack, <laughs> yeah. whack each other yeah. with sticks. Let them fight amongst themselves, yet remain useful. And so, uh, with two, with these guys, you could fight all day, and whoever just, you know, won or outlasted the other, you know, they would win. And uh, for, the, for the noblemen, uh, they, uh, the winner was allowed to do whatever they wanted with the loser. Usually that meant beheading them. Oh. And, uh, Me and you thought the same thing. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, they, but, they, butt fucking. They probably could have. It's, it's not. It's better I, than fucking I, I didn't see any. Did you, you won, dude. <laughs> Do whatever you want with me. Whoops, did I lose? Yeah. Whoopsie daisy. <laughs> Can't believe I dropped my sword right away. <laughs> I need my stick. Well, so, so here's shoving it in my butt. <laughs> here's the thing, though. If you, uh, if you lose and the other guy doesn't kill you, the king still hangs you. What? Because you lost. Oh, and the king hates losers. Well, you know, it's just... Does the king buttfuck you? <laughs> no, if you're lucky. It's good to be the king. Sire, <laughs> yeah. so I'm going to keep this one. Keep buttfucking him, if you don't mind. So Your highness. Lube. No lube. Slide so right up in this dude. <laughs> so, uh, so, you know, a lot of these people uh, weren't good fighters, so a system of proxy fighters uh, sprang up, and you could pay people to fight for you. Hell yeah. Because you'd be like, oh, you got to fight this guy. He's, you know... He's huge. Yeah. Or he's fast or some shit, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. He's I've got no pituitary gland. <laughs> yeah, he's a real David and Goliath. Yeah, yeah. he's the big show, baby. <laughs> he's a homie with an extra chromie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> he's all, hey, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so you can pay people to fight for you, but while they fought, you, uh, well, you weren't allowed to watch, but you had to be in an adjacent like field or something, and you would have a rope around your neck Tied to the gallows. Are you fucking shitting he's me? Ready to go, just as soon. Ah, Your guy lost. He's losing. Oh. So as, oh. Yeah, as soon as your guy lost, then you were you were hanged. Dude, is there is there a bigger thrill? Can you? <laughs> is there, is, are you allowed to jerk off? Yeah, while yeah. Can you jack it? I, I mean, no as rules. you're as you're being hanged, I guess you know there's oh, no shit. better no better time. Hold on, your highness. Hold, on, hold, on, hold, on. hold my guy loses. Let me put together a chubby very quickly, your highness. <laughs> if he loses, I win. <laughs> Here I go. Here I go. Here I go again. My weakness is men, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Sire. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so this 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 would be called trial by combat. Aha! And it arrives in England with the Norman conquest in uh, beginning Norman. in 1066. Yeah. And uh, the other system that you mentioned was be, would be that of the champions. Would that be right? Are no, no, paying no. Paying somebody to fight for you? No, or? that's still trial by combat. Ah. You know, the, the, it's just in those days the fighter was your lawyer, basically. <laughs> ah. yeah. I'll be uh, representing you yeah. here today. I'm going to the field of battle. I've, sw uh. I've squashed 400 cockroaches <laughs> just this week. Squashing cockroaches is 90% of my business. <laughs> <laughs> so, 1096, uh, uh, the Count de U. It's a D apostrophe E U. But he's he's he's. Uh, oh, D E U. I yeah. heard of that. Uh, he he was uh, c accused of conspiring against uh, William the Second, and uh, so uh, his accuser, uh, uh, Jeffrey Baynard, and he fought in front of William, 
What is Jeffrey Baynard from Kentucky? Yeah. yeah <laughs> I'm Jeffrey Baynard. I'm Mr. Too, D- I'm Jeffrey Baynard. I was called to court by the king. <laughs> I really can whip him to good with a good old baton. What, what year is this? This is uh, 1096. Okay. And uh, so the count loses the fight. Shit. And therefore he must be guilty of whatever he was accused of. Uh, so William has his eyes uh, poked out and then have him, he has him castrated. Uh, and he, Jesus, uh, living Christ. And he's, he, he shortly dies from... That oh, yeah. it'd be cool if they put his nuts in his eye sockets. Uh, you know, maybe Just they did. The end. Maybe they did. They go, eh, for oh. you to pay the toll to the river sticks, uh, put your <laughs> nutsack on your eyeballs. Oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. Put the balls in the eyes. Yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. yeah, that's a great idea. I know that. I yeah. just came up with because it because then you get all, all that piss in your eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. good pee yeah. that is stored in the balls, as mm-hmm. we all know. Mm-hmm. And you get across the river free of charge. <sighs> Checks out. Now in Denmark, uh, they a problem. D- Denmark had a because there's nuts on your eyes. Denmark had a system where uh, where you didn't need proxies to fight. Uh, so you, so a guy could challenge an old woman to a fight. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. That sounds like Denmark, all right. But but the uh, if the man if the if the, it was a man against an old woman, the man had to stand in a hole. While she ran around him. Hell yeah! With yeah. kitten him with a cane. Yeah, and if he missed three times, then she won. Wow. Uh, what, what the fuck are they doing in Denmark? They're just having a nice time. I don't know about those guys. Something's rotten. <laughs> in uh, in France, there's a story of Aubrey de Montdidier. De Montdidier. And uh, one day, his dog just burst into town without him. Oh, God. And uh, he starts barking at this friend of Aubrey's. Hey, buddy! And normally, mild-mannered dog. And so Aubrey follows the dog, and the dog uh, brings him to the forest, and there's a fresh pile of dirt. Aubrey, uh, there's Aubrey's friend digs it up. Arby's dead body is in it. No. Shit. And the guy's like, oh, okay. So he, he adopts the dog. And one day. The he's, dog that just murdered its owner? Well, one day he's bringing the dog around town. Mild mannered dog, usually. Yeah. And the dog sees uh, uh, this man called the Chevalier Marquis. Oh. And the dog loses his fucking mind. You fucking killed Aubrey and put his nuts on his fucking head, you fucking bastard. You put his eyes in his ball bag. And so uh, Aubrey, uh, Aubrey's friend brings this to the king. The king goes, well, he's got to fight the dog. Holy shit. The Chevalier. Yeah. Dude, this dog is going to fucking own right now. What kind and, of dog was it? Uh, it didn't say. Uh, but the, the, uh, the Chevalier, he gets a lance, and the dog gets you know, his dog stuff. But does he get dog armor? No, he, has, he just gets his mouth. <sighs> that's, that's tight. Pretty good. Dogs, dogs will fuck you up. Yeah. And uh, so the Chevalier against the dog. Chevalier tries to land him, but before he can, the dog jumps up and grabs him by the throat <laughs> and pins him down. Holy shit. And is biting his throat. And the Chevalier says, I'll confess if you stop him from killing me. Oh. <laughs> I don't think got so. got a of its own, dude. I don't think so, buddy. And then what? Get hanged? And then he got hanged. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Either way, you're losing your neck, bro. Bro. Oh, and I bet, like, the dog did a lot of good work on that neck, too. Ooh. So like, when he got hanged, oh. snapped right off. Off. Boom. Like a fucking celery stalk. So all the dog watching him get hanged, just <laughs> wagging his tail, <laughs> panting. It, they probably, do you think they fed like the, <laughs> Yeah, looking up, looking up, <laughs> looking up. At, uh, I do a good boss. <laughs> I got the bed, man. The dog's going, I think I'm going to like justice. <laughs> <laughs> And so, so this is uh, you know this is um, this is trial by combat, 
But uh, this would lead. What would lead? Oh, the one in Australia where it's trial by uh, wombat. That's right. <laughs> 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 they get the wombats in some fucking chainmail. <laughs> They're like, go to town, chief. <laughs> like, yeah. There's your opponent over there. <laughs> so stupid. I'm so sorry. No, that's why we're here. Uh, but this, so what it would, what this would lead to, trial by combat, would be something that uh, a little bit uh, uh, less official uh, legally, but much more acceptable socially. Oh, I <laughs> and so I like that. Uh, uh, today I bring you, uh, you lovely non-gendered men. The history of dueling. Oh, oh. good movie, Duel. Uh, Duel, yeah, mm. Spielberg, first one. Really? Yeah, it's a, it was a TV movie. Oh, okay. But it was a uh, Richard Matheson story. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think it was about a truck, right? It's a guy, and and yeah, this this truck just wants to kill him. He's a motorist, and and um, he you can't you can never see the the truck driver's face. And there's a point where he gets to like a truck stop, and he sees the trucks there, and he's in the truck stop, so he knows the dude is there. But he doesn't know who it is, and so yeah, it's just it's just this guy on the road like fighting for his life for this guy that for no reason wants to kill him. Yeah, I liked it the first time when it was called a Jeepers Creepers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was. You think they call them peepers because they used to cut your balls off and put them on your eyes? That's exactly. That's why they're called peepers. Hmm. Peepers. Oh yeah, I haven't thought about you that. You have one pee per eye. Yeah. Yeah. Peeper view. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. So I get most of this information from uh, uh, one of the one of my favorite books to have ever read for this program, Gentleman's Blood by Barbara Holland. Uh, Gentleman's Blood. It is she. Uh, she makes fun of New Jersey in it. She oh. makes fun of the English. It's just exactly what you know. Good old Barbara. I read the first two chapters and I said, "All right, this is the one. This is the deal, man." So, uh, so uh, the duel from the Latin word duelum, duo plus bellum, war between two. Huh. Now the winner wasn't always the stronger man. No. David did beat Goliath after all. Could be the craftier one. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even have to be a man. It could be a dog or a True. old woman. I tell you who I don't want to go up against is that odd job. Oh. Because well. he can never get a shot off on him, it goes straight over his head. Unless you get a DK mode. You throw a DK mode on in this duel, then we got a shot. Mm. Yeah. Well I I do the kneeling thing where you know you know in this happened now. And Goldeneye, where you can, for some reason, run as fast as living fuck on your knees. Yeah. You just zoom yeah, like yeah. you got a little go kart under you or something. That's pretty, yeah. So you got you to do that with Odd Job. Yeah. Yeah, with Odd tip, Job. Tip for you folks at home with yeah. the new video game. <laughs> Goldeneye. Still got it. Still in that. 64. <laughs> so, uh, as Holland says, uh, the duel's mother was tried by combat, and its father was chivalry. So we go back uh, to uh, uh, knights jousting in competitions with these giant crowds, and they would duel over land or an honor or a lady or yes. And uh, these weren't judicial things, and the loser could beg for mercy without being hanged. Oh God, please! But the winner could still do whatever he wanted to the loser. (laughs) I'm going to teabag you, you fucking piece of mal. Yes. Look at them. His testicles are eyeballs. <laughs> I like to, before I get into a duel, I like to paint a couple of eyeballs on my testicles <laughs> just in case I win so I can dangle my sack on the top of his eyes and make it look like he is looking. 
<laughs> has the crazy eyes, you know, the googly eyes. <laughs> you probably should be training more than just thinking. Yeah, of... this is part of the <laughs> training. Okay, okay, okay. Man, must, man must train to be a good winner. <laughs> <laughs> Look at his eyes, they're crazy. This is Shiva, I tell you. I made him all Arnold. Yeah, yeah. Look at his eyes, he's out of his mind. He clearly can't think for himself. One day I'm going to uh, duel an Austrian with brute strength. <laughs> and I will dangle my no friend's testicles upon his eyes. He no wonder he lost the duel. The only thing he will see coming is me. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never see me coming. So more often than not, they would just cut off the guy's head and drag it around town or like put on a pike. <laughs> drag it around town? Yeah, yeah. Dude, people needed to get hobbies. Yeah. This was This it? was This was the yeah, hobby. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, Don't it, knock it until you try it. Uh, this was, uh, it was upper class stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, the sticks for the lower class. And the the king, the kings would challenge each other, but they would never fall through. But it was their way of saying like, "This is what the noble people do." do. You know, this is for a, real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The kings would, cha- would challenge each other to 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 duel, but they would never follow through on it. That's but, but so by, weird. But by doing that, they were telling the nobles and the knights, you know, I get that, down. So I you, you you should be doing this, dude. I am nuts. And uh, so no- I am nuts. nobility wasn't a, it wasn't a simple thing to prove. You needed uh, at least fourth gener- four generations on both sides of the family. Uh, you couldn't have uh, quote, insulted the church or the monarch or violated women or killed any innocent people, perjured, forged documents, burned a neighbor's crops, or more importantly, had ever worked for a living, especially buying and selling things. You had to prove that you didn't work. Yeah. Holy. Yeah. But shit. in order for you to fight to the death, and not. <laughs> You didn't prove that you had never done any of these things. Jesus Christ, man. I'll, I'll work. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm good with the work. And the, give me a stick. Yeah. <laughs> Hit my friend with. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so these... these, uh, these I love buying and selling shit. <laughs> why, it, why, uh, yeah, why can't you buy and sell shit? Isn't that... Isn't that money's dirty. Because, no, because gentlemen uh, don't do that. If you had enough money, of course, you could buy your way in. But gentlemen, the original, the original definition for gentlemen... It's now fourth in the Oxford Dictionary and labeled old-fashioned. But the original definition for a gentleman was uh, a man of high social class, especially one who does not need to work. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And so he just has limitless wealth uh, behind him. Does, it doesn't have to be limitless. He just doesn't, he just doesn't need to work. Yeah. He's a gentle man yeah. who so, has a fucking severed head pulled uh, <laughs> around by a yeah. horse. Yes. Dignified. No gentleman. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. Paints his eyeballs on his nuts just in case he might fight somebody and win. So he could <laughs> put them upon those eyelids. Right. Yeah. Dignified. Right. Now, originally, all, all the trials by combat were ruled by the king. Uh, he'd decide who and when and how. And that officially ended in 1547 when Henry <laughs> II, the king of France, uh, he just completely fucked up one of these rulings. These two guys were dueling. Uh, one of them was, wasn't going in. He wasn't as good as the other one, but he, got, he was a Frenchman. He got trained by an Italian, they said. Uh-huh. He learned a dirty trick, and he cut the guy, he cut the other guy's hamstring. Wow. During a swipe. Swink. And, okay, uh, what's wrong with that? Well, you know, it's, it's unsporting. Oh, come on. It's your life. Right. Yeah. And then, uh, and then uh, he cut the other one. Oh. <laughs> and, the, and the other guy was so embarrassed, the other guy said, kill me. And he's like, I don't want to kill you. So he goes to the, he goes to the king. He goes, King, I don't, Henry, I don't want to kill this guy. Tell me what to do. And Henry waffles, doesn't say anything. So he, 
The guy swings at him again. And he's like, don't do that. And he, and he hits him, knocks him down. And he's like, stop doing that. I don't want to kill you. <laughs> and he goes back to Henry. And he goes, no, I don't want to kill this guy. And Henry goes, <laughs> I don't know. And he goes, okay. And so he goes out there and he likes shoving the guy around. And the guy's oh. like, kill me. For the love of God, kill Dear me. Dear God. And he won't do it. And so uh, this was called the defeat of royalty. Oh, everybody lost. Yeah, and so since that point, they were like, let's keep the kings out of this. Yeah, I don't It's wanna... just embarrassing for them if they're like this guy. And yeah, then uh, People were going, oh, we don't talk about that. And fun fact, uh, 12 years later in a tournament celebrating a peace treaty, uh, Henry II took a lance to the head and died. <laughs> How? He was he was doing some fun fake jousting and they Oh Jesus <laughs> Shit. Oops, yeah. Wow. So they stopped doing that too. Yeah, he stopped doing everything. Yeah. He's he's a real uh man of progress, this Henry. Shit, poor guy. And uh he's so poor dumb bastard. Now once the trial of by combat is removed from the royalty, it comes down to the landowners and uh the gentlemen themselves. And so people would rent out their fields, and uh, everything started going, becoming less official, mm-hmm. right? You didn't have to petition the king to fight somebody anymore. The king didn't have to say it was okay. Yeah. The king didn't have to say who lived and who died. Right. Yeah, decentralize the fucking thing. Yeah. And Keep the government out of murder. <laughs> <laughs> and by the 1600s, war itself had changed. Uh, Agincourt, uh, you know, the... The heavy knights were defeated by the longbowmen, mm-hmm. oh. right? And Joan of Arc said uh, the war was too quick for a knight in knight's armor. And so and by 1605, Don Quixote is published, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just a book making fun of a knight, mm-hmm. even though he's, he's a fake knight. And, but he's, it's, it's, in essence, it's, it's saying this is old-fashioned profession right. at this yeah. point. And, uh, but these, these gentlemen, they still needed an outlet for honor, and so what emerged from that is the duel. Uh-huh. So trial by combat and chivalry, as they morph into these unofficial things, yes. becomes one man, his honor, uh, challenges another man for his honor. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, it's quite the rage. Uh, over a 11-year uh, a, a, a span in France, 10,000 men died from it. Holy shit. 10,000 men lived. <laughs> yes, that's true. Well, no, I mean, some of them... Probably both died. Sometimes that did happen. Yeah, they, cool. had, they had no hamstrings or whatever. Yeah. By his 30th birthday, uh, Chevalier de Andrieu had killed 72 men in duels. By his what birthday? 30th birthday. Jeez. Damn. And how... Wow. He sounds like Mad Dog Buford <laughs> Tannen. <laughs> <laughs> Over the matter of 80 francs. <laughs> Damn, that's a lot. That's a lot of dudes. And that's, that's, yeah. that, what are they dealing with? They're dealing with swords. Fucking A. Mm-hmm. And uh, so... Raphael. Uh, the Italians are the first to take this idea of chivalry and revenge and, and, and really uh, uh, codify it. And in uh, 1410 uh, is published the uh, Flo Dudatorum. Uh, sorry. Dwellatorum. A.K.A. the Flower of Battle. Uh-huh. Excuse me. I want to show you a picture of it. Oh. I love a good photographic... Um, it was published, you said? Yes, in 1410. Uh, it is a manual about fighting. How to duel. Yes. Um, and it is uh, largely associated with... Uh, um, Dueling for dummies. Yeah, I mean, it, like uh, hand-to-hand combat with, with, uh, with, with daggers and, uh, and uh, swords. And you can oh, see from hey. this picture here, they have a... 
They have that little. Uh, oh yeah, that dog with the castle. Buy, on. Yeah, buy yeah, an yeah. elephant. Yeah. Put yeah. a castle on it. How, how's he gonna get you in there, dude? So so instead instead of a giant <laughs> instead of a giant battlefield, now they're talking about how to who, to do you know small dude, what time. What the fuck combat. is that elephant with a castle on its back? No, that's a, it. Looks like a dog with it. Uh, what does he have? Yeah, is I don't, I don't breathing know. Breathing hot steam. There's no explanation for this picture, but uh, oh, the dogs dog, were different back then. The dog is supposed to uh, do uh, uh, some scuba stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah, snorkeling. Yeah, yeah, snorkel yeah he's dog. a snorkel dog. Yeah, yeah. And then he's got this. Uh, the, sort the, of a tro- Trojan horse thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the guy at the top is doing like the lightsaber twirl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and so uh, uh, in 1480, Germany opened dueling schools. Wow. And uh, then 1559, Il Duello is published in Italy. It is the first ever um, laws of dueling. The oh. rules of dueling, of, of you know, this is this is the the appropriate thing to uh, say to someone, or or to uh, uh, some motherfucker. And it, you know, it, the person who who insults you, uh-huh. you have to give them a notice that you would like to uh, fight them, and then uh, you know, then there's some rules about who gets to choose what weapons and where and when and who comes with them. The seconds are very important yeah. because sometimes the seconds would uh, the person you brought with you would be more da- would be more would want to fight more than the two people dueling. After right. school laundromat parking lot by the Seven Eleven. Yeah. No guns, just nunchucks. All right. And then so yeah, it's like basically like you have like a caddy. Yeah. A fight caddy. Yeah. And uh, he could be like he could be like fucking balling out of control, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Kind of a good idea. But you, but they're also there to enforce the rules too. <laughs> There's rules, dude. But uh, you know, so becoming you know being a gentleman, you just needed courage. You could be the rapiest, uh, moneyest, losingest man. But if you won your duels, everybody said you were still a gentleman. Ah. And gen- being a gentleman was something that could be earned, too. As, as this is from uh, Henry V, Shakespeare's Henry V. Mm. We few, we happy few, we band of brothers, for to he today that sheds his blood with me shall be my brother. Be he never so vile, this day shall be gentle. This day shall gentle his condition. Right? So therefore, if you fight with me, you will be a gentleman. The more blood we shed, the more gentle we get. Yes. Yes. It's a very, very, very British way of looking at things. Yes. I'm telling I'm talking about kindness here. Mm-hmm. We're, kindness. Killing, we're killing them with kindness. Kindness will we fertilize the lands with the blood of our enemies, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, and the ovaries of their wives uh, with our semen, yes? Yes, yes. Uh, We take what is ours rightfully. Perhaps there's buggery and sodomy. <laughs> Before, afterwards, during, instead of the fighting. I mean, I'm talking about the gentle human condition here. Yes. I'm talking about kindness. <laughs> And so uh, after this, uh, after this book is published, the, the they're kind of the idea of dueling spreads a little bit more. But also, the rules become more nations make rules, more places make rules about how to do it. And uh, one thing, one thing about being a gentleman is uh, you only fight other gentlemen. Right. If someone is below you, you just shove them aside. You don't pay, pay them any mind. Out of the way, Toad. Yeah. And uh, you only fight people at your level or people above you. Uh, uh, if if a peasant hits you, whatever, uh, you could just you probably could just stab him to death, yeah. and no one would care. Yeah, he's only got a stick. But in places like Malta, if you didn't agree to duel with another gentleman, you could be imprisoned for life. Jeez. Uh, wow. 
In Sweden, if one man didn't show, he was legally barred from giving testimony or writing a will. Holy shit. Basically, you're cut out of society if you don't do this thing. Yeah, man, there are rules, dude. Uh, Swedes. And I should say, but this, uh, the whole thing is, is, is going to be very Western-centric. Um, but there was dueling in the East. Mm. Uh, ancient India, the uh, Kshatriya, uh, these, the, this uh, one uh, system, a Hindu caste system, I believe. I don't, I can't, remember, I forget. Uh, they uh, would would practice a thing called combat charity, in which old men found it uh, disrespectful to die in their beds. And so when they got old, they would schedule the Let's duel. Fucking to do d- it with who? Someone to kill them. Some young yeah. guy. Yeah. Come on, motherfucker! I still got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I ain't going out like a punk bitch. Ah, I don't got it. That's a good way to go. It is. Yeah. Dying honorable death. Yeah. Uh, in, in Indonesia, they uh, they would sometimes do what it was a sarong fight in which two men would get inside of one yeah. sarong with a knife. <laughs> What's and a sarong? It's like a, it's like a, a wrap. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, usually, uh, I don't want to say exclusively, but usually ladies wear them now. Yeah. Uh, but you know, very tight quarters. Right. And then we'd stab at each other. Yeah. With knives. Yeah. Right. Yes. And uh, so usually both of those guys died. Yeah, that seems like the way, doesn't it? Yeah. What they should have done was get them in, in one of those uh, two-man donkey things. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy in the back always. Oh wins. yeah, he always. Wins. Well, because he, he loves smelling farts. <laughs> <laughs> the ass of the ass. <laughs> yeah, that guy in the back, he's always got it. Uh, in uh, in Japan, there's a famous duel between two samurais. They, samurais would sometimes do a thing called Kito. And uh, it's Miyamoto uh, Musashi versus ah. Sasaki Kojiro. There's actually, uh, they fought on this island, and there's actually a statue there today commemorating it. I uh, think uh, Miyamoto Musashi, is that his name? I think he wrote the Book of the Five Rings. Yes, he, I, I, I don't know if he specifically wrote that, but he did later in life become a, uh, a well-known author. So, yeah, so the Book of the Five Rings. That's probably uh, the most famous. And in that story, apparently, he showed up with a uh, a wooden sword he had carved from an oar, and then uh, and then he he beat Sasaki, and Sasaki's uh, friends were so pissed they tried to chase uh, uh, Miyamoto away, but he just got in his boat and rode off. Uh, he had one oar. He had a good oar. Left. Yeah, it is. It is an island, but there's a statue on that island today, commemorating this wow. fun time. Uh, in the Philippines, they'd use uh, uh, bolos to uh, fight, the big old knives. Ah, not the ties that Cowboys Yeah, I was, right. I was confused by that, too. Yeah, no, I didn't know anything about them. But anyway, so dueling wasn't just a Western thing, but, uh, you know. Yeah, two guys being idiots. It's, it's pretty universal. Gets around, yeah. 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 Spreads like wildfire. But. I'm calling you out, dude. Can't blame the whites on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by the 1600s, the most popular way to start a duel was just to call someone a liar. You could just call someone a liar... Oh, God, it must have been all the time. Yeah, it happened a lot. <laughs> Dude, just friends fucking around. Do you fucking liar. No yeah. way that happened. What? Uh-huh. <laughs> Dude, I fucked your wife. You did not. What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, fuck. This guy fucked my wife. He did fuck my wife. And he's a liar. Me. You're going to kill me. God damn it, shit. You fucked my wife and you're going to kill me now. In, uh, in, in 1592, Sir Walter Raleigh had a poem, The Lie, and one of the lines said, To give the lie deserves no less than stabbing. <laughs> People were lying all the time. Yeah, they were getting dude. stabbed for it back then. It was a, here's what this was. This was a way to get away with lying. 
Start lying. Nobody's gonna call you out because they don't want to die. Dude. Well, no, people they like people liked calling people out. You yeah. fucking liar. Back then, like a lie is also like just pure superstition, and and who yeah. who it's it's a total popularity contest. Yeah. Plus, you could die. Nobody knew what was going on anywhere. You get hit by an ox cart and die. Like there's you know, people are dying all the time. <sighs> fucking liars. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, so initially, uh, from 1550s to the 1600s, the rapier was the sort of choice. It was uh, four feet long, two and a half pounds. It was made for thrusting, not not cutting, but thrusting. Four? Yeah, it was. A, they would say like the you're, the mark of a man is a sword that stands up to his belly button, and they would just wait, go around town. Uh, not that yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you look at it, I and would... it's long and thin. It's a stabby. Yeah. Yeah. Stabby knife. Yeah. Uh, England, I think London eventually had a rule that you can't have any sword over three feet. And so if you shut up with a four-feet sword, they would break the end off. Uh-huh. So then you could still carry a well, you sword. Had, now you got a sword and a knife. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you, got a, you got a nasty, jagged sword that still will kill somebody. Yeah, and then you and get then close nice, to a guy and you nice, go, come here, you lion, motherfucker. I'm a slice. So, so here's a picture of the, the rapier for you. That's a nice rapier. Yeah, so there's a little fancy handle with the with, the, with the guard, the hilt with the guard yeah, on. Yeah, well, it. you got to protect your hand. Yeah, you do. You do. Because if you drop the sword, you're in trouble, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. How about the rest of your body? No, what but if you, if, you, if, you, if you hit sword, if you hit one sword against the other, maybe clang, it slides clang. down the end and it hits your hand. Oh! Yeah, that's the sound it makes. This guy never been in medieval times, dude. He's a fucking. Yeah, yeah. I haven't. Uh, by, the, by the 1750s, the, cho- the, 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 the sword of choice was the short sword, a.k.a. the court sword, and it would have an edge that if someone grabbed the sword, it would cut their hand, and then you could stab them while their hand was being cut. Good. And that, uh, that looked like one of these That's here. much better. That's yeah. a good sword That's to have. That's nice. No hand protection, fellas. No, there's, no, there's, there's still significant a hand protection there. There's a shield. The, yeah, what would you call a shield? Uh, protection? Uh, yeah, the other one looked a little bit more all-encompassing. No, 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 no. Okay. That's a good one. That's a much better one, in my opinion. As a noted As a, sword, a swordsmith? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're, you look like a guy that likes swords. Sword enthusiast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in now, the, what about the pork sword? That's <laughs> more of a pork uh, bayonet. Mm. Mm. Short. Cuts deep. In the 19th century, eventually, you know, as these fights evolved, they got down to the Epe du Terrain. It was the unedged uh, dueling sword. It looked like like this here, um, and uh, you could you could uh, you could thrust, uh, and it, it was thin enough that uh, you might not kill the guy. So uh-huh. eventually, as the duels evolved, they were like, "We don't have to kill the guy. Right. I'll just have to win the fight." Then and so they start the, wearing masks and, and those stupid white suits. Yeah, because well, then you wouldn't get you wouldn't go to jail if you didn't kill the guy, right? Right. It's Even if it was just for a trial. Yeah. He's doing acupuncture on your fucking buddy. Yeah. Ah, thanks. But uh, you know, it's <laughs> so like, glad I lied. Um, I can smell again. <laughs> uh, it's, in some countries, though, they stuck with like curved blades. Uh, Germany uh, often use curved blades. Um, the autobahn has no speed limits <laughs> because it, it it gave people interesting scars, and that was like oh the 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 German dueling scars where we've talked about on the show before, yeah. very big. Uh, what so, happened to you, Otto? Someone called me a liar. <laughs> <laughs> you should see the other guy. <laughs> but uh, so dueling, dueling, just uh, you know, it took the, uh, it took it took Europe by storm, and uh, and by Europe I also include the 
the United Kingdom and Ireland. Um, it's Europe. They're in the e- EU. Well, today they are. No, they're not, actually. Well, <laughs> e- England is not. Right. Ireland is. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, they've always been considered Europe. Uh, well, yeah. De- modern definition of Europe, yeah. Yes. yes. Well, you might call it Oceania or whatever. <laughs> but uh, so the English, they like to uh, say that the Irish were the the real duelingist folks out there. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. What did we do with bricks of shit? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what about the I'll Scots? tell you now, I'm not a fucking liar now. I've never told a lie. I'm going to fashion this turd into the shape of a rapier. <laughs> Give me a moment now. <laughs> I'm going to beat you to death with the bone of the lamb. <laughs> they died on the farm. Now, fuck yourself with the shape. <laughs> <laughs> now, get down in the bog and lap it up. Get down there now like a good dog. Now. <laughs> Uh, what, one, one, uh, one other. James Kelly, in his book, uh, This Damned Thing Called Honor, <laughs> he catalogs the uh, causes of Irish duels recorded between 1716 and 1790, mm-hmm. and he says insults accounted for 93, politics and elections 72, women 21, legal matters 14, drinking 11, playhouse 10, gambling and jousting 4, religion 2, and one, one just listed as feud Ah, ah. The, the, the rest were listed as a quarrel or some words. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's very Irish. Oh, well, there's some words between them now. It nearly escalated into a feud now. And the thing is, now you can't have some words if you're alone. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> one of you has to go. And that's the way it is. Don't don't be turning this into a feud now. Now we don't have too many now. A, a religion has two? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, they probably are all, they all just, yeah. You know, the same religion. Jesus Christ, I tell you, I'm more afraid of the Pope than I am of Seamus. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking liar. (laughs) I'm not a fucking liar. Now you fucking take that back now. Can't take it back. I'll I'll stab you. I'll stab you. With what? With what? With the bone of the lamb. <laughs> bone of the lamb. With the bone of the lamb. I got a bone of the lamb right I'll give you the pork sword. I'll give you a pork sword. I'll give you a pork sword. Straight through the pork sword. Straight through the eye. And then when I'm done, I'll put me nuts on your eyes. That's right. Your eyes That's right. Sour. Yes. Yes. And you'll like it. I'll put me pork sword through your eye, and by God, I'll suck it into me nutsack. <laughs> through my urethra, you see. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then one day I I'll will be, I'll be I taking will. them nards of the goat And I'll be putting them back in me nutsack And I'll be twice the man I was before I says to myself Jesus Christ Oh you know if Fucking Bridget didn't give birth to a big old eyeball <laughs> <laughs> What was that about? Huh? How did that and I said, I said no I was in a f- I I had some words a few years ago. <laughs> and, oh I remember I sucked I up a man's eyeball with me urethra. I remember me urethra sucked up a man's eyeball, put it in me nutsack. <laughs> and, well, what are you going to do now, you know? So anyway, we raised it as one of our own. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, as you do. Uh, and we called him Seamus. <laughs> <laughs> and he would never uh, Seamus again. Yes. <laughs> So in a way, he kind of lives on, James. If you think about it, it's kind of a happy ending. Yeah. In a way, I'm glad we had some words. <laughs> God rest his soul. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I wish I fucked him. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> huh? uh, well. So uh, during during the the uh, by the end of the 1700s, the the, the pistol started becoming the more popular. 
uh, weapon of choice. And uh, here's a uh, here's a picture of the uh, the dueling pistol oh, case yeah. you would have. Yeah. This old uh, thing. A real man, a statue would have a case of, uh, with dueling with two yeah, dueling you got, pistols. You got a little in hammer in there. Yeah, yeah you yeah. got to get the thing in there. A mallet, yeah. and you got uh, yeah. like an ice pick mm-hmm. uh, in case the pistol doesn't work. Wait to uh, probably tamp <laughs> tamp something yeah, down. Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. You, you got to front load the fucking thing. Yeah, and yeah. then you got that uh, like it looks like a whoopee cushion or something. That's for that's the gun. Uh, that's the gunpowder. Yeah, pliers. If there's any tooth issues, uh, <laughs> then that's uh, which uh, they are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, big time. And then we got oh, we got ourselves a pipe cleaner. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh huh. That I, I think that now is, that's in case you suck somebody's eyeball up with your urethra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I think that is like the brush to clean the barrel, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then we got uh, some sort of drill bit here. And uh, a lucky snail shell. That's always good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not, not going to lose with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keep that right in your pocket. That's probably a, a, a cork for the barrel, if I had to guess. Uh-huh. Interesting. Interesting. A lot of if you wanted to explode your, your face. No, you're saying that's kind of the bullet, is the cork? Well, the bullets <laughs> no. weren't invented uh, until the late 1800s. So we had corks, is what you're saying. Uh, no, 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 they, no, no, they no. Usually, it was um, 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 a musket ball. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. but not a, not a truly rifled bullet, that, but that may be some other type of thing that they put in there. That's that's nice. But it looks mm-hmm. like a cool bullet from the motion picture Wanted. But maybe maybe it is. Now hold on. Before we get into to, to, to dueling with uh, pistols, can we take a quick break? Yeah, of course. Alright, we'll, we'll be right back, folks. And we're back. Now Matt, it's pistol thirty, man. Uh yes, it is. It's um pistol time. So, so for example, um, a sampling of 306 Irish duels fought in 19 years between 1771 and 1790. This is from Hollis' book, like most things in this. Um, that the, um, they found that the pistol was becoming the most used weapon and uh, becoming more popular than swords. And one of the one of the results of this is that way more people were dying. Uh huh. I bet. Yeah. Because uh, you could have a doctor, you know, patch up a, a sword stab. Yeah, they didn't even know where to find it. It was so yeah. thin. Yeah, um, but the the metal ball uh, was much more dangerous. Devastating. Um, uh, you know, if uh, if you got hit by in the arm or the leg, if you got hit in the arm or the leg, the doctor sawed off the offended limb and you died of gangrene. Ugh. A torso shot could cause the bowels to discharge copiously and involuntarily. One recorded Canadian case at this point, the victor... And both the seconds fled the island and left the poor men to wallow bleeding in the mess. Uh, Good God. Bleeding in a heap of your own shit and uh, piss? Of the, uh, three, no thanks. Of, of the 306 Irish duels between 1771 and 1790, 65 instant deaths, 16 mortal wounds. These are ones fought with pistols. Uh, 94 with one man injured, 24 with both. Uh, 98 or less than a third ended bloodlessly. In England, the death rate was one in fourteen. In Ireland, it was one in four. Cool. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, that's because uh, they gave us uh, the best medical service. Right. Um, there is a. Uh, I think they just kept shooting. There. That is. Anyways, all, I come in, I start blasting. There's all. That is also an aspect of it. Um. Now we're not done until we're done. <laughs> I'll tell you now. I've got a few more balls. I'd like to have a few more words with you. <laughs> Um, it's interesting they uh they stop uh 1790 because uh the 
one of the major uh, rebellions was uh, would come 1798. That was the Wolf Tone Rebellion, and Wolf Tone was uh, a Protestant, and uh, that was that was one of the uh, Protestant-led rebellions against the crown. Okay. Um, so I'm assuming that uh, gentlemanly debate maybe took a backseat to, um, uh, you know, warfare. Warfare. Well, the um... stop this killing and start killing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. I see what you're saying about the statistics of the duels. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Now, uh, uh, it, is in it se- was crushed, of course. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> in 1777, the Irish, uh, the, uh, 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 there's someone in Irish, publishes the Irish Code Duella. Duello. And it's, so it's an updated version of the original uh-huh. Code Duello. Now here's the thing. These dirty Italians uh-huh. don't have nothing to do with it. <laughs> And uh, it be and this is right after pistols became more common than swords, so it's kind of a a a written update to the the newest version of uh-huh. dueling. Dueling for dummies 2.0. Now. Uh-huh. Yes, uh, and it states that the first offense requires the first apology, uh, though the retort may have been more offensive than the insult. Uh, oh, like um, you're a fucking liar. No, I'm not. Well, I'm sorry. You're such a bitch. Is that how it is? So here, for instance, A tells B he is impertinent. B retorts that he lies, yet A must make the first apology because he gave the first offense. And after one fire, B may explain away the retort by subsequent apology. One fire? What do you mean? So that could be a note or it could be one shot of the gun. Wait a minute. So you're saying I say something fucked up, you say something back, and then I either apologize or shoot? Yes. Holy fucking shit, that's nuts. Honestly? Pretty nice. But you do have a chance, you do, by the code, you have a chance to apologize, but you have to do it first. Mm. I'm giving you to the count of three. I'm sorry, man. I was in my, I was in me cups. Yeah. I was, and I was, I, my, my brain's not working right because I was blowing loads in your wife. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a post-nut coma. Yeah. Me apologies. I can't think straight. Uh, if the parties would rather fight on, then after two shots each, but in no case before, B may explain first, and A apologize afterwards. Uh, and so it goes on with a lot, you know, a whole a bunch more explanations, and then it gets into things like the rules for the second. So the seconds have to make sure that they're doing the agreed upon things. The seconds bring the uh, the accusation to either the other person's second or to the other person themselves, and they have a choice whether to yeah. accept it or to not accept it. Yes. And then whoever, the, the, the one who is, um, uh, who, who is uh, who, who's told that they're, they're being accused, or they're, they're being asked to duel, basically. The one who is asked is the one who gets to choose the weapons, mm. the time, the mm. place. No, and would there be a variety of weapons? You could choose any weapon you wanted. Proximity mines. Even you. <laughs> Temple. Yeah. Uh, power weapons complex. No odd job. Uh, it, it would be. Uh, yeah. Pretty much. Yes. Could you do uh, whatever? What did Raphael have? Size. You could probably do size. Mm-hmm. You could do size. You got to get those fucking imported idiot. from Japan. Yeah. You could about, do that. What about darts? Well, sure. Fucking Irish. Dart and dueling. What? Fucking darts. Ah, here's a fucking pool cue. We'll break it in half. <laughs> and see who really wants to join. <laughs> uh, I, I, uh, so, so, there's something that we, uh, the second would go up to the other second and he'd be like, he's after saying he's blowing loads in, in his wife. <laughs> and then he goes, but sure, Jesus, he is blowing loads in his wife. 
And he goes, are you calling me a liar? <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. And there are cases of, of the seconds dueling. Stirring it up. Yeah. Yeah. The seconds and were often. And the third's got to be like, oh, shit, fucking read the rule book. Well, that's why they had to have rules about the seconds, because the seconds were usually. Uh, what, what would often happen is two guys, they would go through this whole song and dance. And by the time they both got to the dueling field, they'd be like, you know, I really don't want to hurt you, but we got to do this. We gotta, we gotta finish the duel. There's a whole bunch of fanfare been made. Yeah, I've gotten my seconds are here. His whole fucking family's yes. here. They're count. Every I hired guys for uh, this job. And then, you know, once if one of them got hit, the other one would often be like, "Oh, I hope he doesn't die. He's a good lad. I, I meant no harm." But the seconds would be like, "Kill him! Kill him! Fucking kill this man!" The seconds yeah. were the guys emotionally removed from it because they only cared about their friends. Mm-hmm. But the the actual people dueling eventually cared about the person they were dueling with. It was it was a thing that brought them together. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, well, we talked so about that so much. As intimate as you can get. Yeah, yeah when you fight, uh, you know, uh, somebody, and, and you're like, you're just realizing, man, this sucks. And we both went through it. But now here's the thing, Matt. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I I'm taking some some solace from this. Um, you're a soulless guy. <laughs> Uh, no, uh, so- uh, solace, I guess. Um, it was, um, it was only, uh, uh, a deal among the, uh, nobility, you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, so even in Ireland, this would be all fucking Englishmen doing this shit. No, 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 no. So by, at, as, as these, as the, the history of you dueling. Ex- do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, yes. But, but as the history of dueling expands and becomes less down. official. It's anybody, everybody is, is starting to get into it. It's not Shit. the noblemen anymore. God damn it. It's um, made its way down to the peasants. It's the merchants and the bakers. It's a, And as we'll see in the United States, it's a varied crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, yeah, I would imagine that, event, you know, um, that tradition tr- eventually, uh, even in that, in that book about honor, I'm sure there's a lot of crossover. Oh, oh very, very much so. But but it, it is in a similar vein to what you're saying, John, um, uh, uh uh, let me see. A couple of English authorities advising on the choice of seconds said that you couldn't choose an infidel because he'd be happy to see Christian blood spill, or an Irishman because he'd be happy to see any blood spill. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here for the spilling. <laughs> now, the English saying that means English blood. Yes. You but he said, said any, but he means English. Yeah, no, it's the thing. Like, oh, they're like, they're always just like, oh, they're animals. Yeah. They just, you know, uh, the paddy wagon. You know all that shit. All, 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 all of uh, uh, you know the the conniving uh, 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 Jewish guy propaganda that Hitler got was all from old periodicals. Sure. Of uh, the Brits uh, targeting uh, uh, the Irish, and um, they like you know the other thing there too because like oh, yeah that's a, that's a, that's, a, that's not something that's mentioned enough. Hitler took all his good ideas. <laughs> from the English. From the English. <laughs> well, I wouldn't even say Hillary. I would say I would say Goebbels. Veg- vegetarianism. Uh, uh, I would. Yeah, yeah. The Volkswagen. The Volkswagen. Paddy wagon. Volkswagen. Coincidence. Uh, uh, I think not. Yeah. The, uh, the yeah. The, there was a thing of uh, you know. Uh, for I guess for, for somehow believe it or not, uh, typically the Irish were um, uh, taller or bigger. Than the English. What's that chromosome? And then they had that thing where they they were doing you know uh, the the black man mm-hmm. uh, thing in the media. Yeah. Where they were going. Um, uh, you, you gotta you gotta choose that they're either um, a conniving uh, snake or they're just a big dumb oh, brute. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And often, and then, you know, it's 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 both. 
depending on what <laughs> depending on what race I am. Well, <laughs> depending on what the message is that day. Well, yeah. In but- the same way that a fascist is always, uh, you know, they're always on being attacked, but they're unassailable. Oh, right. Yeah. We're the victims. But we're, uh, you know, we're, we'll never be taken. Well, it's, up, it's, you know? it's with them. It's, it's they go with the Americans or the Japanese. They go sneaky. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the Nazis w- with uh, uh, the Jewish rats, sneaky, sneaky Jews. Uh, and then uh, you know Americans uh, with the black, the black male. Uh, it's it's, it's, it's the brutes. The uh, the British with the Irish male brutes. Uh, brutes. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's pretty much like two tracks you can go mm-hmm. in the vilification of of a minority. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a, a fun little anecdote about uh, seconds. Uh, this is in France. In a duel between Lafrette and Duchalet, their seconds and thirds fought simultaneously with the principals, and then fourths were added when a messenger sent by the king to stop the fight decided instead to join in if a opponent could please be provided. <laughs> if what? Opponent could be, please be provided. I'd like to join in. Well, that's the, that's the um, gosh, I think it was an Irish thing too that I heard, which is, is this a private fight or can anybody join in? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so anyway, um, that would have been more of a sword thing. It's a little bit harder to, uh, there's a little bit less fighting with with pistols. There but, was a firefight. But as the as you made these transitions, you know there would be uh, cafes in in France that would carry both uh, pistols and swords. So if you had to, if someone was challenged at the cafe, they had uh, they were able to give them whatever weapon they needed to go Get all settle. Get hopped the up on that good coffee. Yeah, yeah. You gotta fucking kill somebody. Uh, and so, so eventually, I showed you the picture of the dueling pistol. There were specific pistols. Uh, initially, initially, the rifle barrel, the rifled barrel, was uh, uh, considered unsporting. Yes, because it's too accurate. It's too accurate. And until until the 1830s, most dueling pistols had a hair trigger. Oh, and they had to be like fucking chaos weapons. So it was yeah. a, like a, like a fucking like an, a thing of chance. Well, yeah. With no well, skill at all. Well, no, kind of. It. Knowing how to use a hair trigger is a form of skill. You would practice. Theoretically, you would practice the dueling uh, with a with your friend, or uh, but there are stories of there's a duel with two men and a hair. They each have a hair trigger, and both the seconds die. Oh god! By getting hit by the straight bullet, which is because you can beat. I think we all learned something today <laughs> that those men both deserved it. Yeah. According to God, no. <laughs> yeah, you can be accurate-ish with a ball, but a rifled. You know, barrel and bullet, you it's just, you know, also, way more accurate. Yes. But also at how many paces, like in the right. old west. Well, okay. Well, I know we'll get there. So, uh, it, I mean, and this is 1836. This is you know, near the, but eventually there is a, a man just go by the name, or maybe a lady or non-gendered person, by the name of A Traveler, publishes a book called The Art of Dueling. And it instructs men how to prepare for duels. I'm just passing through. Uh, he says things. Uh, do, don't, Watch Clint Eastwood movies. He says, Try "Don't be like them. <laughs> don't wake the wife and children. They might make a fuss." Um, Smart. Uh, yeah, the gunfire won't do that. Well, you, was you're good. You're going to go to a field somewhere. Ah, yeah. Be, because you can't. If you, if you if the authorities know about it, they will. Uh, they legally have to try to stop you. Right. You so can't you go around shooting people. Right. You have to go somewhere as agreed upon. Uh, tell your physician uh, who will provide himself with all the necessary apparatus for tying up wounds or arteries or extracting balls. 
You got to extract the ball so that oh, you can put them on yeah. the eyes. So along with the seconds, often uh, a physician would uh, would accompany Dude, you. Dude, I the love field. like a good mob doctor like this. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, like I'm, I'm, this is my cut man. Yeah. And uh, on the way, the the tra- uh, traveler. Maybe I got to go out tonight. I'm doing a, I'm doing a duel. Got a house call thing, babe. <laughs> These guys are gonna fuck each other up, man. <laughs> if if on the way to the duel you're feeling queasy, the traveler writes that. Uh, uh, stop somewhere for a, a soda water flavored with a small wine glass of brandy, which I can strongly recommend as the most grateful stimulant and corrective. That's right. That's right. Calm the nerves. Yes. Steady the hand. Yes. Chill out, fool. That's um, right. Don't be weird. And, and then in tra- normal. Traveler also gets down to the specifics. He says, uh, uh, gentlemen, stand with the right, sho- right and left shoulder in a line with the object he wishes to hit. Head bent to the right, eyes fixed on the object. Feet should be almost close together. Left arm, arm hanging down is in his right, holding the pistol with the muzzle pointing at the ground close to his feet. Keep his shoulders well back and his stomach drawn in. Then stamping his feet twice or thrice on the ground to feel he stands firmly. Let him raise his arm steadily, bending in at the elbow, drawing the pistol into a line with the object. Bring that part of the arm between the shoulder and the elbow close to the side. Throw the muscle strongly. Let it cover the breast as much as possible. Mm. Twelve paces was the rule. Twelve mm. paces. Yes. Now, Matt, don't you think uh, there's a thing here where you go like, why was everybody, um, first of all, so uh, beholden to these rules written by a guy that doesn't even put his own fucking name on the book? And, like, why was everybody so beholden to the rules in general? Especially if you're going out to a fucking field. Like, you could just kill the guy on the way to the field and be like, yeah, man, he lost the duel. But everybody would know that. Everybody. It's the physician in the two seconds. They would tell. But you could say that they all dueled each other and they lost. Well, well you'd have to kill them all. In, in a, in a, this is, you know, a world that is uh, devoid of the rule of law. Right. And so you have to kind of. Yeah, it's all your reputation. I get it. That's that's it. I mean, you know, that's... And if so, if people say, well, he's a fucking cheat. He cheated at the duel. He killed the man. Because he called him a liar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing, too. And, you know, uh, I think we talked about this. uh, The the ex-con thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, uh, some people like (laughs) dealing with, uh, (laughs) like, weed stuff or whatever. People being like, yeah, man, I, you know what? I deal with ex-cons. It's like all they have is their reputation. Mm-hmm. Like they're the most trustworthy people because like they're just like. They're in a place where word they're, travels they're, fast. They're, and, yeah. And they're in a and place. All you have where, is the word. Yeah. Yeah. Or you, you ever see how like, uh, uh, like the jails in Los Angeles, like when someone leaves and they don't have any clothes, they give them like a criminal's orange jumpsuit. And you're like, oh yeah, that person just came from jail. Like you're all, they, you, you already go, oh, there's someone to. That shouldn't be trusted. They right. look like uh, they just came, just like they're already stigmatized. Yeah. You don't want to, you go, okay, yeah. even though they might be a nice person, you already have this in your head to not right. deal with them. But back then in, in a time where it was like, you know. There's not the, a courthouse. The, 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 money, right. the money will be there tomorrow, that sort of thing. And you go like, and then the money was or it wasn't. And so, and you go like, all right, well, it is all very reputation and right. uh, uh, that would bear status. And that, that, that trickles down into a lot of stuff about um, hillbilly culture and anywhere that's like excessively remote. Yes. It's like, well, then you just get people who fight a lot or no, uh, people that are nomadic. They, they just fight a lot because there is not like a body, a judicial body that there's you know, also, adjudicates there's problems. There's also a lot less going on. So there's a lot 
more time to talk about mm-hmm. the other and ruminate and ruminate and also just get suspicious. Mm-hmm. Well, so so I I mean I, I I this is a good time to explain their idea of honor because really that's what we're talking about. Back I do uh, it, 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 there was an, a, a gentleman's letter. A gentleman's letter published in the Freedom Freeman's Journal said he would far rather see his son dead than find out he declined a challenge. The Lord Chancellor of Lifford proclaimed, "My honor is dearer to me than my life." Irish Attorney General John Scott wrote, "There are cases where it may be, and when it is prudent for man to fight a duel, cases of preserving malignity, cases of injured honor, cases of a wounded spirit, and a wounded spirit who can bear." Yeah. Then they came out with uh, semi-automatic pistols and uh, high-powered rifles. Mm. And all of a sudden, honor's not so important. Yeah, hiding. <laughs> hiding yeah. was Hiding good. is good. Hiding was well, good. Not, not even. That's not how this will all end. Uh, but lastly, if you, if you wanted to uh, marry uh, someone's uh, daughter, mm. uh, one question they would ask would be, what family is he of? And the other one would be, did he ever blaze? Did he like, ever like, blaze? Like fucking rip. Ripping that weed, bro. Did he ever duel? Because if you dueled, then you were a man of honor. And you could marry my daughter. Wow. Well, not my daughter, but that I dueled daughter. a dog once, sir. <laughs> I lost. Yeah. So. Then the king hanged me. Yeah. It was a whole uh, kerfuffle. The, the rope ripped. And, yeah. Uh, then I dueled again, uh, an old lady. And then the dog that had won fucked my ass. I it was like balls it. And that head. felt good, your honor. Uh, now may I ma- may I take your daughter's hand and? Ma- yeah, I still have the dog. Uh, <laughs> I well, I need the dog first. Uh, I uh, the dog wasn't gay until he met me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, now I'd I'd like to move to the Americas, the New World. Yeah, yeah, and uh, America would become the the king of duels, as America does. If bloodshed is uh, on the scorecard, we we shall win. Yeah. Uh, in fact, America was so well known for dueling, there was a belief in Europe that there was a thing called the American duel, and the duel was that two men would draw lots, and whoever lost would just shoot himself. <laughs> oh my god! Like Russian roulette, the American <laughs> yeah. duel. Yeah. Beautiful. No, uh, not even Russian roulette. There's one bullet. Yeah. And 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 one chamber. Yeah. There's always a bullet. <laughs> but no, there's. Oh shit! My bad. Uh, and at one point, uh, Germany was so impressed with this in the late 1800s they thought about making it their version too. <laughs> oh god! Oh my god! Yes. Can you imagine if that? We're going to make these scars much more interesting <laughs> <laughs> and far more permanent. <laughs> the Americans have the upper hand. <laughs> Not for long. <laughs> Hans, how long is your? How long is your matchstick? <laughs> <laughs> Let's draw lots by comparing our foreskins. <laughs> Whosoever is the most anteater like loses. <laughs> Whoever has the most successful space dock <laughs> self-immolates. All the Jews seem to be winning this game. <laughs> I think a conspiracy is afoot, Hans. <laughs> so uh, up, up, up until the uh, up until the eighteen nineties, uh, a popular way of um, Starting a duel in America would be to post an article in a paper or or post it on the wall of a tavern no. a, under the headline "A Card," and then something accusatory about someone underneath it. A card uh, being the insult. 
Yes. Uh, if you like saying like if you like put up you're like a bitch. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. I mean like Aaron's a bitch. Yeah, or a liar or a cheat. Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, uh, a cad. No, I think card is is card. It, it has nothing. It, it's not a, a card is not the insult. It is. It's the title of the thing, right? Oh, okay. Is that, oh, I don't know. I didn't. Uh, I, I assumed what John had said, but uh, you could be. You could be correct. I wonder. Is a card an insult or is it just a, like I notice? I, I remember somebody saying a card like in like a therapister kind of way. Oh, really? Uh they're a card. Oh, yeah. that's interesting. I've never heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard. I've heard that. Uh, I defer to you. Oh no, I, I don't know. I I think that might have evolved. Mm, mm. Um, a card might have evolved from that being like. Hey, here's right. here's a person getting called out because they're a pisser sort right, of thing. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, it like the idea of uh pre-internet being like, hear ah, ye, hear oh, ye. This guy's he's something of a bitch, yeah. and he lies too. And I'll tell you, uh, I blew loads in his wife, <laughs> and it felt good, <laughs> and that felt good, and despite no. her being. I'd love to a paint. Dog. I'd love to paint some eyeballs on my balls. And just dangle him over his deceased corpse. So one of the uh, one of the informal <laughs> definitions is a, a person of odd or amusing. So a card. yes, a card. So you could say they, this is someone who doesn't uh, belong. Got it. Mm. Cast him out. This guy's a real joker. <laughs> if you got a white man at your job, <laughs> put him out. Put him out. Uh, and and uh, it, you know in in America. Um, Duels were fought by everybody. There was no nobleman about it. And that is the American yes. dream. There would be, of course, politicians. We, we obviously know some famous ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, politicians are near the top of the list. Newspaper editors might be the top of the list. Mm. Are you shitting me? Well, they're the ones, they're the ones that they're can publish The them. most shit talking motherfuckers yeah. of all time? Yeah. And also yeah. high on the list would be doctors. Ah. And, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And we will get to some of those later. Wait, the Hippocratic Oath, too. Fucking idiots. Well, you, well, you're in the hospital. You're not supposed to do harm. But when you're on that field. You can beat your wife. Do whatever you want. Uh, in, uh, eventually, in 1838, duels are outlawed in D.C. But, you know, they would just go to Baltimore. Baltimore. Yeah. Baltimore. Yeah. Uh, or, or Maryland. Um, South Carolina. Virginia. South Carolina was uh, very pro-duel. The governor of South Carolina in 1838, he publishes an American version of the Code Duella, and it sells. Uh, it's reprinted for 20 years. It sells so well. And he writes that, Duels will be persisted in as long as a manly independence and a lofty personal pride and all that dignifies and nobles the human character shall continue to exist. Uh, South Carolina actually had the first official dueling club in America. Hey. And it's, uh, it's, uh, it's the, the president, the, the man in charge of it, was renowned for being such a fantastic... Uh, a dueler. Mm. He he had he had he had won like 10, 15 duels and killed some men. And uh and then one day uh, uh an Englishman shows up in the town to uh, to look at some property that this Englishman's wife had apparently uh, uh, bought. Land? Uh when you say property, do you mean land? land? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's be um, <laughs> Well, no, it just says property, so maybe uh... And uh, and at some point the Englishman and this the president of this dueling society uh, they get into some sort of uh, spat, and uh, the club president of the dueling society challenges these Englishmen. Uh, the guy, the Englishman, says uh, his rep- his his country's reputation is at stake, so he says, "I'll do it, 
And the other members of the dueling society go to the Englishman's house and say, don't do it. This guy's fucking... Dude, he's nuts. He's... Listen here, buddy. He's the best jeweler this side of the Mississippi. I say. So the Englishman and the dueling man uh, meet at a field, and the Englishman kills him. Wow. And the dueling man, as he's dying at his his deathbed, he tells the rest of the club, you got to disband this club. (laughs) This is a terrible (laughs) idea. I mean, what kind of place has it where you can just kill the the leader of a club on random accusations? Yeah, how about this? I've I've made a grave mistake. Anytime you open yourself to getting gunned down by some sissy Englishman. You just open yourself up. Where's the honor in that? And I've been thinking, we shouldn't be able to own people anymore. <laughs> I'm really coming to terms with that. No, North Carolina had a far better thing, because they would settle disputes by just taking their shirts off and twisting them around their head and spinning them like that's, a helicopter. That's right. That was a and Peter it, Pablo. It was It was a far better system. Yes, mm. a, a Peter Pablo the third. Peter Pablo, yeah. That's right. Uh, <laughs> now, North Carolina, I want you to take your shirt off. And, twist and I want to twist it around your head. And now spinning like a, a helicopter. The helicopter hasn't been invented yet. Unless, of course, you count Leonardo da Vinci. But, yeah, Leonardo <laughs> da Vinci, he did some very illustrative uh, illustrations. Do it, do it, do it like the Italian fella draws it. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> gotta love that one hit one. Oh, it's man. the gift that keeps Dude, on paying. It gets me right, so psyched up. It gets me North s- Carolina. I'm gonna raise up. Take your shirt off. Put it around your head. Like, like a helicopter. That's like. Yeah. Yes. All of that. And it's better than like and then shaking and then like it, a salt and shaker. And then it's like 400 or... people doing that in not glamorous areas. No, and they, they stink. <laughs> but they all like levitate because they're doing it like a helicopter. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's like Yeah, it's, bit, it's, it's like a helicarrier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all ages of shield. Yeah. So a day after this guy was buried, they uh, they disbanded the club. <laughs> really? Is it just because the wrong guy won? Yeah. Well, because the leader of the club said this is a bad idea. I tell you, I've been doing thinking. It's coming to me new. Ever this whole thing is fucked up. Ever since I, I took this mortal bullet in the chest. I used to feel so much honor and pride, but dying here like a dog. So, uh, so South Carolina was, uh, you know, there's a lot of dueling there. And, 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 you know, the politicians in D.C. and south of D.C. Um, but one of the most duelingest places in America was uh, New Orleans. Oh, no. Yes. And this place called the Oaks. The Oaks has these uh, giant trees that is uh, still there today. Oaks? Uh, yeah, the Oaks. And uh, it was... Pine trees, as far as you could see. <laughs> no, no, these big... Uh, and, uh, and, and some days there'd be... There'd just be a line of 12 people, each dueling each other, just in, oh, in this... Oh, God. Just, it's called a war. <laughs> no, but it would just be one-on-one. The, it, would, it wouldn't... They wouldn't Next. be dueling these other people. It'd just be... 12 people dueling 12 other people, and that's it. Just a good spot for dueling. And, and, and hundreds of spectators would come out. Uh, the Times a Democrat newspaper reported uh, from 1834 to 1844, there was at least one duel every day at this park. Jesus Christ. On one occasion, the spectators became so agitated at the duel that they stormed in and started stabbing each other. Jesus fucking... <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Why don't you motherfuckers stab and shooting at each other? <laughs> well, the thing, the, 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 we got down in the swamp and, and nobody 
there was so much trees you know, around. You know, it was killing right. And so we said to ourselves, we're going to show you how to buy you. How you, swamp things are settled. That's right. Let, let's let's bring it back to swamp law. Yeah. We do our things a, a little bit differently down here. Yeah. You yeah. might you might find yourself in the mouth of a gator. Yeah. I said I said why don't you why don't you why don't you do the gatoy? And if if you, if you, if you don't take your shirt off <laughs> and you don't twist around your head, uh-huh. it's been like a helicopter. You you. You down to drown. You 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 broke rule number ones, twos, and threes. A swamp law. <laughs> now you taking in by the green. That's right. You taking in the green. You going deep, <laughs> and then you get down there. Uh-huh. And and it's swamp law. It's swamp law. And the syrupy spoils. I don't cool. I don't care what volume of El Dulo you got in your back. All I care about is All Alan I- Moore Swamp Thing volumes one, two, and three. You in the death roll. That gator got you in a spin cycle. Like a helicopter. <laughs> the gator follows the rules. Why don't you follow the rules? And the gator takes his shirt off, no, bites a, your arm off, and swings around like same, a head. It's the same as up there in, 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 the, in the North Carolina. That's right. It's not too different us in the hills. <laughs> Down here in the swamp. <laughs> you made so many syllables of swamp. Swamp. <laughs> the green... So New Orleans, New Orleans also had a lot of fencing schools, you know, because these uh, the French connection, French management, Creole, and uh, um, the fencing masters would duel each other all the time. And so what happens is like sometimes a fencing master would duel another fencing master. Whoever won got to get all the p- pupils, of course, from the other place, right? That's what I'm saying. The the whole thing seems to me to be a system of getting more shit. From people in in a, a very scurrilous way. Yeah, it seems to be but, a history of the human race. But, uh, but yeah, at, at least it's a challenge, and now you're not just burning down their house in the middle of the night. Well, I mean, we talk about we talk about uh, you know uh, uh, the lottery being predatory. This is like a two man lottery. Where it's like if I win, I get your shit based on pure luck, basically. But, no, but here's the thing: you say that now, when we get to the end, and I should say. Uh, um, I'm going to finish telling the history of dueling, and we have a whole section of um, a list of my favorite duels mm, I like throughout that. history. Mm. And you know they're my favorite, not because they were good duels, no, but because they were the best duels. I have to imagine many of them include animals. Mm. My favorite one does. My favorite one does, and I'm saving that to please the end. Again, but but uh, but I but I see what you're saying, John. But we will come back to that when we get finish the history, because right, because okay. you make an interesting point. Now uh, I do want to say this: um, there was one uh, one fencing master uh, who actually maintained his own graveyard. It's, no one knows if he, he if the, all the people he killed were in the graveyard, but it is a nice place to put them. Behold my stuff! But there's also so much dueling happening in New Orleans that the doctors would argue over the best way to treat people. And they duel, would they oh, would duel. I see. Oh my god! Yes, that is bananas. That's <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> the, be- and then, the best and, way to and, treat and then a bullet I- wound is to pack it tight with a syrupy spoil of a gator. You liar! What? Also, I challenge you to a duel, <laughs> you unscrupulous quack. Also, uh. Uh, the outcome of their duel would would fuel the research that 
And drum up business. Ideally, I, 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 hopefully, you know. I mean, hopefully, damn. something was learned from or all. Or at least of that. get all his shit. He's doing it while he's he's still talking. Dude's still bleeding out. He goes. See, uh, nah, I, I told, told you the I best told you. <laughs> you, you see, the reason like, you survive is because I use my myth. You're bleeding like a stuck pig, and you wanted me to put, what was it, wheat paste all <laughs> over the wound? A, a poultice you, of maize. What kind of crazy shit? You ever had the most crazy shit in your life, Barls? <laughs> you got to put a poultice of maize in a man's <laughs> bullet wound. I don't care. What Man, I'm saving your life. I don't care what kind of delirious shaman you got that from up there in North Carolina. I'm not going to take my shirt off and stick it in your wound, <laughs> treat it like a helicopter. So now, the, uh, um, perhaps the most duelingest profession, though, was uh, was the newspaper editor, uh, because... Uh, Talk the most shit. Well, you know, especially in the 1800s, um, slavery, yeah. uh, anti-slavery, pro-slavery, uh, there were legacy newspaper editors. You know, they their dad was the guy who started the paper. They're the mm. ones who took it over. They, right. they have... Um, and they have uh, a mouthpiece. They have a mouthpiece and a rivalry, and they can just say shit, or, you know, someone can print something anonymously, and someone shows up and says, I'll kill everybody here unless you tell me who did that. And <laughs> It was a traveler. It was a traveler. I was uh, going to say. One San Francisco editor posted above his door, uh, subscriptions received from 9 to 4, challenges from 11 to 12 only. Holy uh, shit. Nice. Uh, there's a, 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 uh, an editor. Damn. An editor in Virginia described the job of being an editor as 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 thus. Uh, he, uh, let's see, where are you? Do you gotta get that story from Kent? Damn it, Kent! <laughs> Clark, <laughs> I needed that story on my desk no later than eleven. You know that I have to take dueling challenges from eleven to twelve. <laughs> Where's uh, Ms. Lane? Jonathan, give me uh, 500 words on crap in your pants. Uh, <laughs> Douglas, uh, something about urine stained mattresses. Uh, it was, uh, you know, some artwork, you know, you know, like a think piece. Thank God my second is Clark Kent. <laughs> 1850s, he wrote, The Virginia editor is a young, unmarried, intemperate, pugnacious gambling gentleman. Between drink and dueling pistols, he is generally escorted to a premature grave. If he so far withstands the ravages of brandy and gunpowder as to reach the period of gray hairs and cautiousness... He is deposed to make room for a youth who hates his life with utter hatred, <laughs> who can't keep drunk for more than a week at a time. Oh, my God. Dude, that is great. There's a man who lived long enough to write that. Yes. I'll tell you what it is. It means it's time for a new editor. <laughs> yes. Jesus Christ. I, 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 was all news fucking basically One America news yeah, everywhere I, yeah, all the time? Shit talking, yeah. Just <laughs> ugly. Bitter, riling up shit all the time, everywhere. Oh yeah, I mean, you I know, guess some things don't know, change. In some huh? ways, you know the thing of uh, uh, they would say, um, uh, "This many people killed, this many blacks." Yeah, that was a big thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be like to gauge how much of a tragedy it was. Right, yeah, that yeah. sort of fucking mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. Like, oh, it, I just guess it was bold on its face, just yeah. like being like. This is what we think matters. This is what we think. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like, yeah, fucking mind blowing. Yeah, mind blowing. Now, um, after the Civil War, uh, dueling largely dissipated, especially in the South. Uh, courts of honor were were opened, and uh, m- money was found to be worth the the 
the price of a life instead. Uh, now, I understand it, you call me a bitch. <laughs> That's worth about $5. <laughs> I'll buy that for a dollar. Because it didn't, uh, you know, the, the, the landed aristocracy didn't have as much power without uh, people to work it. That's right. Uh, and so it became uh, gambling became a, a, a source of honor instead of um, dueling. Uh, the, the stock market, the, the collecting money became mm. the lifestyle oh. as opposed as opposed to um, the gentlemanly mm. thing. Yes. But, uh, you know, of course, as as the white man moved west, uh, uh, he uh, he brought the the duel with him. But because it was a lawless uh Territory, the uh, relatively speaking, with the white man and uh, the the duels also the the rules of the duels fell to the wayside and so instead of duels they mostly had gunfights right. yeah and those the you know once once the rules are thrown out it's not a duel anymore uh, a Wild Bill Hickok had one of the you know few real duels where two guys meet and there's a rule and you shoot at seventy five yards draw. And you, uh, or 75 paces. Uh, the final duels in the West were actually usually fought over by editors over slavery, pro-slavery and anti-slavery. Wow. In the West? Yes. Interesting. Uh, Mark so I saw that fallout from uh, the Civil War and, mm -hmm. and then those being like... Slave states. A, a lot yeah, of... New a, states. And a lot of uh, the Confederate soldiers that were like, okay, fuck it, go West. Mm -hmm. Cause so, so that's why so much of uh, the Wild West guys were uh, former Confederate. Mm -hmm. uh, Mark Twain almost fought a duel because of something he wrote in the paper. Uh, uh, some 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 friends. Uh, he 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 was going to f duel, and some friends were trying to teach him. And he was so bad at shooting, he missed the barn. You know, uh, that uh, stick to ready. That uh, he got uh, really sick, and he couldn't make the duel. And um, eventually, he had to flee town. He said he he fled town. Uh, uh, four horse whippings and two duels later uh, owed to him. Uh, oh my god! I wonder if that's what. You can't hit a barn. The broad side from, of a barn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it it, it could be. Uh, but this is what he, he had to write about duels. He wrote, uh, "I've never had anything to do with duels since. I consider them unwise, and I know they are dangerous, also sinful. If a man should challenge me now, I would go to that man and take him kindly and forgivingly by the hand and lead him to a quiet spot and kill him." <laughs> <laughs> Let me show you something. I got something to tell you. It's right over here behind hey, this big giant thing. tree. Yeah, yeah, you're not gonna believe this. This <laughs> is this is, this is gonna be great. You're really gonna like this. this <laughs> well, it's funny that I went to. Jesus Christ, what the fuck are you doing? I drove, uh, I was driving through uh, Northern California recently. Northern? And uh, right there outside of Calaveras County, very famous, made famous by uh, uh, Mark Twain. Hmm. Um, and he, there's the Mark Twain house up there. It's a historic landmark. And it's right outside of a, a place called Glory Hole. <laughs> right. Ho like a that's right. I think a I, I said. Town called Glory? Yeah, I sent you pictures. There's a place called Glory Hole Center. Mm -hmm. There's oh, the Glory Hole Emporium. Mm -hmm. Holy shit! It's dude. It's fucking Glory Hole Mecca up there. And I wonder, do you think that he led guys out in the woods like, well, I'm just a simple Mark Twain, and I don't want to. I don't want to shoot nobody. Something's gonna get blown. Me, I know you want to do me, but I'm, let me take you out to this special place in the woods. Mm. It's called Glory Hole. Mm -hmm. You know what happens out here in the glory hole? You know what we gotta do is go to the bathroom of this here bird dine. There's a shoot glory one, hole. She went right in my face. Uh, come check now. No, no. All you gotta do is come and take come bang. Yeah. Bang. Or or mm. some get shot. Can we take a quick break? I five minutes. Five minutes? Okay. I got five minutes. So um but as 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 time ticked on in the United States, uh more places outlawed duels and, and actually started uh, enforcing those those rules. 
and um, rules it, over duels. Yeah, you know, you you could be arrested. There would be there would be guys who throughout town the word was going these two guys were going to duel, and so the police would uh, would 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 arrest them to stop them, and they would they would pay their bond, and then they would go to another state and duel or something. Yeah, yeah. or they would. Well, that's the thing too. You think about the women back then, and you go like, "All right, it's the drinking, and then the gambling, mm-hmm. the whoring, and now and, now, and the right. whoring, and now they also kill each other." Yeah, and you're like, you're looking at the sheriff like, "Do oh, dude, like, I, it's you guys are gonna have to fuck each other." Uh, right. yeah. we're, we're out. Right. Yeah. You know, there's not enough non-white people in this town for you to harass, sir. You gotta, you gotta start arresting. Just like you guys are like, the women are gonna leave. You can't fucking. Well, you can't abuse everything. Well, it's not like they have anywhere to go. They're little boys. Now, uh, uh, so so as it slowly p- petered out in, in in the United States, uh, uh, in Europe, in Europe, it was it, it still had some moments. Um, uh, French newspapers, uh, at least two of them, opened fencing salons for their writers. Um, uh, part, uh, artists, politicians, and journalists in, in France were. Everybody, calm down! It's getting uh, too heated up in here. Go down to the fencing <laughs> right. and settle this like a gentleman. Yeah. And the the German army uh, uh, always basically like wrote it into their uh, uh, the rules that you should be a a dueler. And I, sh- I should add the 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 American army. I believe uh, the code duello was part of the handbook until like the 1860s. Yeah, yeah. It was a very standard, along with like a pint of whiskey a day. Now, uh, what about uh, uh, the National Hockey League? <laughs> that, that comes later. Okay. But uh, much like the Civil War uh, in Europe after World War I, uh, the duel was uh, largely unnecessary. Considering how how many men had died, yeah. Considering right. a quarter of the male population of Europe died in World War One, yeah. Uh, but but to to go back to uh, the, the the what you said earlier, John, um, about uh, getting shit, yeah. And and and, and Barbara Holland, uh, she 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 ends the book uh, with this note. She says, um, and I looked up this stat for. This book was from four or five years ago, maybe? Six or seven, I don't know. Uh, in 2020, 19,384 people were murdered with guns. Uh, in, obviously, more people in, the, in America. And more people committed suicide, yes. Yes. But uh, um, that's how many people were murdered with guns. With a, and, uh, as, and Holland says, she says, uh, Surely we can be thankful that none of this happened in duels with seconds and doctors around. Yeah. Right. They were spur of the moment. And she says, somehow we've, we've flipped the rules. Somehow that is more acceptable than two guys walking up to a hill and solving their problem with yeah. only them right. fighting. Yeah, somehow uh, uh, crimes of passion and straight-up murder is more acceptable than two people consenting to kill each other? Yes. Yeah, uh, well, you th- if you throw in the amount of people killed by cops, uh, that might change, too. Uh, yes, because and then if yeah, I think you need to throw out suicide right away. It's, uh, sure, yeah, yes, yeah. Yeah. I think that's re- I think that's the right thing for but her. But it's to also say. it's also the murder of privilege. That's what we're talking about here. Well, I think we could do with the. So the, so I would say I would say what well, yeah no I mean if I'm the Irishman I'm going like fucking all you fucking landowners dude you can all fucking do this all day man. yeah you know what I mean uh but yeah it's uh. Her her thing is going like oh uh, yeah this is this is I don't know if she's saying that's when it was better 
Uh, and I, I guess it was. It was like, yeah, but all those people that didn't have to work made everybody else at the bottom more desperate and have to use a gun for right. more desperate means. That's what they're doing now. Yeah. All the people don't. I mean, all these crimes that happen with guns now are not happening by upper class people. No, exactly. Uh, the crime of the upper class people is, is making them do it by driving them to desperation. By yes. <laughs> yes. Not yes. giving them any money. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Forcing them to kill each other. So in yeah. a way, uh, they're winning. <laughs> you know, they're oh, like, yeah. ain't they're that like, the same old song and weird. dance? They're like, man, I, uh, you know, I initiated like 300,000 duels <laughs> <laughs> just by virtue of low wages. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Jeff Bezos is the duelingest man hey, I've ever seen. Walt, the, how many duels has the Walton family enabled over the past 30 years? Sometimes Seriously. in the store. <laughs> Exclusively. <laughs> Those are just store numbers, pal. Yeah. Uh, can we do one? Yes, and let's come back and I will... Uh, You'll regale us with your favorites. My favorite duels. All right, we'll be right back, folks. And we're back. So. Now, see here, 007, if you were to take your shirt off. Yes. Raise it up. Twist it around your head and spin it like a helicopter. You might find that, that you, uh, you're like Mary Poppins. Flying up into the air, over the Thames River, down onto the head of Dr. No, <laughs> snapping it thus. <laughs> Safely landing on odd jobs, vertebrae. <laughs> uh, Not no need of any proximity mines or poison mobile plans. So, uh, so uh, we're going to start with the the uh, the early duels, and this is uh, this is from uh, France in the uh, let's say it's the sixteen hundreds. Comte de Boutville. What he would do is uh, he would just he would go around town looking for uh, swordsmen and people to fight, and if he couldn't find them. He would just approach someone at church and say, he'd say, I understand, sir, you're a brave man. I'd like to allow you to prove it. What are your weapons? And that guy would go, ah, fuck. I got to, hi, honey, I'm going to be late or never show up for dinner. I got to go. Fetch the second. I'm going to be late or the late. (laughs) Or the (laughs) 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 Uh, and uh, uh, there's a a great one from um, also from France Valon Lagarde Uh, he was a celebrated duelist Uh, he was a Valiant Guard yeah yeah and you know the the newspapers they would they write about all of these fights Mm-hmm. And uh, you know you'd become famous, uh-huh. and so then you know it's very much like the wild, like gun. The guy people would be like, "Well, were they going after those French editors?" <laughs> they, well, yes. Well, but usually the editors went after editors. Usually that was Jesus a, Christ, man. Uh, sometimes people who who felt they were liable would go after editors. But so Valiant Lagarde, he was uh, he was celebrated because he was such a winner. Um, I'm the winner. And there was a man named Bazanes. Uh, who was uh, who was jealous of this uh, of his winning? So he sent him a, a hat with a feather in it, and as a challenge, with a note saying, uh, "To wear it in in peril of his life." Uh, and so Lagarde put the hat on, and he swaggered around town, and uh, uh, they met in town, and 
uh, they they duel. And this is just two or the, ra- guy, or the guy he never met. Two random guys. Wear it. You but, won't. But you got to take the challenge. Uh, and uh, I'll stop reading your piece of shit rag. Oh no, no. The the, the guard is just a guy that celebrated oh, it's in an- the paper. He's not the editor. Right, right. He's not the editor. He's just a guy who's celebrated in the paper. And because he's celebrated in the paper, this one guy says, this "Guy's going like, I want a piece of that." Yes. And uh, so he sends him a hat with a feather as, as a challenge, mm. saying, "Wear oh, it, macaroni. Wear it if you're a, you know, if you, if you, if you get the balls. If you're keen." So they, they meet, and uh, Lagarde hits him over the hits uh, Bazanias over the head, and uh, uh, Lagarde lunges again. He said, uh, or Holland Reds. Lagarde lunged again with his sword, crying, "This is for the hat." And then he hits him again. This is for the feathers. And then again, this is for the tassels. And uh, Basanias was bleeding hard but rallied, felled the guard, and stabbed him 14 times in the neck and chest, saying, I am giving you a scarf to wear with the hat. And oh my God! While he was stabbing away, Lagarde bit off a part of his chin and then fractured his skull with the pommel of his sword. Oh my God! Jesus Christ in heaven! At, th- at this point, both men fainted from loss of blood and were carried away. But then they both rallied and they lived to pick more fights. Oh my God! <laughs> and that's why I use the sword instead of the gun. Yeah, it's more exciting. You get stabbed fourteen times. You, you bit off a piece crush, of a dude's chin. They crush his skull in with the pommel of the sword. You know, I bet they were friends. After, after that, that, they became oh, lovers. Yeah, you know, yeah. you don't forget that. Doing some fucking Lagarde. I almost killed the guy. I love him. I, I tell you, I wouldn't mind if you put a feather in my cap. Mm-hmm. You could stab me a few more times, yeah. but maybe below the waist. You might call it splacaroni. <laughs> <laughs> No? He's <laughs> French, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> In uh, 1606, the, the painter Caravaggio, oh. uh, he lost a tennis match. Shit. So he challenged... They're playing tennis back then? He challenged his partner, he fought him, and then he killed him. Jesus Christ. It's, I don't know what kind of How tennis How about another play. game? <laughs> yeah. Well, the game was dueling. The next game was dueling. Yeah, he's like, I suck at tennis. I better shoot this dude. <laughs> no, he stabbed how, him. How are you, you going to get good? Well, you get, you get you a better, get better partner. You better at dueling. Yeah, you get a better partner. That's how you get good. His I, tennis I, game plateaued. His sculpting went through the roof. Matt, I, I, we talked about this before, I think, and uh, this is a weird sidebar, but... Um, uh, you might know as a, it's, yeah, as, it's it's thick as a, as a, oh sorry yeah, yeah, no different yeah. story no it was a different story yeah. um I know that um, <laughs> thank you run cut uh the the I uh the thing I, which I don't know if it's true uh uh-huh. it's just something I heard um yes it is the- that uh, uh lacrosse was invented to uh, settle uh, native uh, tribes disputes in lieu of warfare. Yeah, I, I believe that is uh, generally accepted as is the is the truth. All right, and you know, very big in the Northeast and yeah. uh, you're my uh, kind of thing. The savages. Oh, well, oh, right, yeah, but like one of those things where you go like, Jesus Christ, man, like, yeah, uh, you know, um, presumably the tribal elders would be like, well, we don't need to lose our young. Yes, and they go like, how about this, silly net sticks and and yes, net yes. go and like and let's yeah, just then duel after and, that and, and we, yeah, but you and can it, also play you can also be like oh well there's the mayan ball game where you know they were the winners were willingly they, they the winners died the my in the mayan ball game you when you won you willingly went to your death right right but what i'm saying is it, it was uh, a way out was creating a sport 
and, yes. and and instead uh, the dueling thing was just continuing this thing, and it, it was it, it was creating it, sport out of war, yeah, out of death, and yes, It's especially I guess brought the light to me in that thing with uh, the tennis thing. Yeah, Night in Holland has a, a she she points out you know the the anecdote of the carrying the heads around if they if they win the duel, and she said it's very weird that the English would would do that and then be shocked when the Indians kept scalps. She's like, that yeah. seems like a much easier way to... Yeah, less <laughs> weight to carry around, carry more scalps. Wait, 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 wait. hold on. Who, who started scalps first? Well, no, the... the, the uh, in America. Really? As far as I know. Well, I thought the whole thing with uh, 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 scalps and the Americans, according, of course, to uh, Harry Carey on SNL, was, uh, you know, to get the, uh, the most uh, rare... <laughs> scalp or whatever like well, you, if, you, you would bring it back to like the, the military right it, it eventually became a form of uh, currency current <laughs> Pro- <laughs> proof, proof, proving genocidal that, payment you yeah, know, be- yeah beaver pelts and native scalps yeah. but uh I, I think scalping was not a a, a, a european invention right but re- we can't invent everything yeah removing the liver was uh, uh that, that was, was we brought that to the that table. was a western one and eating it yeah uh, there was um, check out the liver eating Johnson episode. Actually, probably. I think that was actually also not a European invention. Maybe there was a uh, there was the Italian duelist who killed his opponent and then was challenged one by one by three of the dead man's friends. He killed them all. Oh my God! Good God Almighty! You know, it's just there's a that's, a, that's a whole podcast they lost. Yeah. No, nothing, yeah, yeah, nothing. <laughs> 200 episodes. Yeah. Down the drain. Nothing more devastating than a sentence that goes, he killed them all. Uh, you imagine being that fourth guy, being like, what, why am I, I have no friends left. Why am I even, I guess, why I, might I well, join your crew? I might as well go through with this now. Huh. I'm on your side. Can we draw lots? There is, uh, there is, uh, Colin uh, <laughs> writes, the stalwart Neapolitan who fought 20 duels over whether Dante was a greater poet than Arizona. Aristo. Aristo. Are you f- Are you saying Aristotle? Aristo. Aristo. Yeah. Aristo. Uh, and then eventually Well, he I was, think we know the answer is Dante. Eventually he was forced to admit that he hadn't read either of them. Oh god. The guy who won 20 is like, dude, I've never even read. I'm a dueler, not a reader, you fucking asshole. This whole thing over honor. Yeah. And yeah. nobody has any- You haven't even read him, you liar. Ah. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Dante. Throw so, so right into my trap. God. In 1690 in Ireland, the high sheriff of County Down had an argument with a neighbor over dinner, and they fought with sword and pistol. One was run through with a sword, the other was shot. Both died. <sighs> <laughs> this is just, you know, elegant. Simplicity is elegant sometimes. Yes, you know, it's it really, really just really. Uh, less than a year after signing the Declaration of Independence, uh, the uh, representative of the state of Georgia, Button Gwinnett, uh, he died in a duel, mm. which is, uh, you know, it's independent for you. Independent of life. <laughs> now, there's one by this guy named John Randolph. It is. I'm going to save that for a Patreon. I have a few I'm saving for a Patreon because they just, they, we, we need a little bit. Also, the why there's no dueling in Iceland. I was saving that for a Patreon. So slippery. <laughs> <laughs> you never learn to mind your surroundings. <laughs> A Batman Everybody's doing the volcano. Yeah, Joe. 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 Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, end of list. <laughs> yeah, Bjork. Nice. This is uh, God. I, I, I told someone this at a party over the weekend, and they, they said they were it was depressing, and I just knew that 
I know. I, I wasn't. All I right. Just, I just, yeah, yeah. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. In 1808, Monsieur de Grand Prix and Monsieur Lupic called over an actress who was supposed to be the former's mistress, but got caught in a compromising position with the latter. Because they said they had, quote, elevated minds, they agreed to fight an elevated duel. From a field next to two layers, I don't know why I say it like that, two layers, uh, they rose up in a pair of hot air balloons. An elevated duel. Each with a second and a supply of blunderbusses, since pistols would have been up to the job. A great crowd gathered to watch what they thought was a balloon race. The wind stood fair from the north-northwest. The balloonists managed to stay within roughly 80 yards of each other, and when they had risen about 2,500 feet, Monsieur Lupique fired and missed. Monsieur de Grand Prix fired back, apparently not at his opponent, but at the more obvious target, his balloon. Yes! yes! It dropped like a stone and smashed the duelist in seconds to pieces on the housetops, triumphant, the victor soared majestically off into the sky, descending unhurt 20 miles away. Ha-ha! Descending unhurt. And I will continue unhurt. to fuck your wife. Like, how do you shoot the fucking giant thing keeping the guy afloat? Yeah. Well, that would be ungentlemanly. Fuck that. As they You're already fucking each other's girlfriends. As they cascaded to the ground, they're going like, we were the gentlemen here. Yeah. And friends, I, wanna, I want you to know that I, we're dying valiantly. As yes. we crash into a million pieces. And my wife was not plowed. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, I plowed her. Fuck you! Uh, it is you who are the ungentleman. <laughs> God damn it. Yes, of course. Shoot the fucking balloon. Yes, yes, yes. Also, what a rich thing to do. It's like That's like a private jet fight. Yeah, <laughs> private jet fight. Did it also like ignite like a huge inferno where these guys burned the whole way down? Like no, 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 no. It's, it's, not of, uh, no. it's just hot. It's just hot air. Yeah, okay. it's All not. A, it's not like a hydrogen blimp. It's just got hot it. Yeah, that'd be cool though. No, well, how about the second in that situation? <laughs> I should have never fucking trusted y'all, motherfucking fucking idiot. He's like shoot the balloon. Oh, I told you to shoot the balloon, fucking asshole. Uh, uh, there's a place in, in uh, I believe it was, it was Maryland, just right near D.C., where most of the D.C. duels were fought. Uh, uh, Bloody Bladensburg, it was called, because uh, there were over 100 duels fought there. Oh. There was a little brook next to it. It eventually be called Blood Run. Ran red with blood. Uh, one of my favorites is 1819, Armistead T. Mason, age 28. He was elected to the U.S. Senate, which uh, is technically illegal because you have to be 30. Uh... But and, and no one is sure. Not if you're talking my spike, Mister. He didn't serve until he was thirty, but he was elected at twenty-eight. No, no one is sure what the exact reason is, but his third cousin, uh, Colonel John McCarthy, disapproved of something he had done. Uh, McCarthy sends a challenge to Mason, uh, but in the challenge, he sets the terms uh, for when they will duel. And Mason says, "Well, I'll duel you, but you, you just got to send me the correct dueling. Yeah, you got to st- send me a challenge, and then I set." Terms. You fucking idiot. Yeah. What are we doing with chopsticks here, Chief? <laughs> Come on. No wonder you're 28, kid. Fucking idiot. McCarthy then posts in the local paper around town that Mason is a is a, a coward. Card. Mason's <laughs> friends convince him to ignore the whole thing, and then Mason uh, does you know you know at the time maybe it seemed like the right move, but he gets in a carriage with Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson, a man famous for dueling, usually over the honor of his wife. Mm. Uh, Who was a whore. And never lost a duel, but may have cheated in some. And um, Jackson convinces Mason that he has to take the duel. You gotta do it, dude. My wife's been sleeping around. And uh, and uh, Mason uh, sends uh, his seconds to McCarthy to say, okay, I'll, I'll fight you. McCarthy doesn't accept it because he says Mason's not worthy. 
Then the seconds insulted started fighting each other. Nice. Smart. Smart. And uh, one of them threatened to, to post uh, uh, stuff about McCarthy if he didn't accept, so it was Nudes. accepted. Nudes. New drawings. And uh, uh, the first proposal that uh, McCarthy sent to Mason was that he and Mason should just jump off the dome of the Capitol together. That is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. Yes, and it's also it's contrary to the code duello. Yeah, it, there's, dude, it, there's strict no jumping off the dome of the Capitol. Yeah, there's a no suicide policy. Yeah. Of this fucking murder what a, guide. Well, that's not, you and me, we throw in Louise this thing. We are in love with each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're third cousins. We're from Virginia. We know we, what's we, happening. We, you know, we, we, could, we could rent hot air balloons, but why waste some money? Uh, the second proposal McCarthy sends is that uh, they should fight across a barrel of gunpowder. That's fucking theatrical. How about we butt fuck each other to death? <laughs> yeah. Let's do that. If you're both standing on the barrel of gunpowder and you shoot the the the, the, the barrel, you're both dead. Yes. So this guy just wants to die with this. Thing. It sounds like something. I think like he was it. in love with him. You know what we should uh, do is just get in our own hot air balloon. Yeah. What if we and had we just shoot, fire and we, upwards? And we just fire yeah. upwards. What if we had a hot air balloon what, in my bedroom? What if I only could make a duel with God? Yeah. You ever do one of those hot air balloons, but like it's just on the ground? And you just you're the fire, put the barrel, I'm the, the other guy's mouth, and yeah. pull the trigger, and then by barrel, I mean. No, I bet that feels good. <laughs> yeah. So the second said no fighting over with this gunpowder. So then it was suggested hand to hand combat with daggers. That was disallowed. Uh, oh. fi finally, it was agreed uh, muskets with buckshot at ten feet. Nice. Uh, right. They then changed it to a single ball at twelve feet instead of ten. Okay. All right, the rules keep fucking changing. Can't try to keep up here. Wait, what were the new rules? Tell me again. Uh, muskets at 12 feet with a single shot instead of buckshot. Okay. Uh, uh, Mason wore a big coat. They, were, they, they stood, their muscles were almost touching. Mason was, Mason was literally blown away. Ugh. McCarthy, bizarrely McCarthy, though badly wounded in the arm, survived. One source says Mason missed his shot because as he raised his musket to fire, got tangled in the skirts of his overcoat. Oh, God, I got tangled in my... My stuff's too big. <laughs> my, my clothes don't fit. But <laughs> uh, then for the rest of his life, McCarthy would uh, um, feel, bad, feel bad about it. Talk about the boy. And uh, when, his, when he died, apparently his ghost went back to Blainsburg. It is, can be seen brooding there. Also brooding there, this is a fun one. Uh, the uh, ghost of Francis Scott Key's son, Daniel, age 20 who died there following an argument with a friend about the relative speed of two steamboats they were watching. Holy Listen, man, I'm shit. telling you, this one's going faster. Nah, <laughs> no. man. No, nah, man. That one's far away. <laughs> you are a liar. Yeah. What? I don't know if you know. Do that. you know who my father is? Yeah. No. No, I know you're lying. Yeah. We must fight. We must. Um, Frankie Scotty. Frankie Scott, keep up. The story of uh, Congressman Spencer Petit. I'll save that one. Uh, but no, we're going to move to New Orleans. Um, no, no. Biggie. At a, uh, at a dinner party, Bien-Ami Christ de Luzon moved his uh, sister's chair too close to the chair of Monsieur Morrow's lady friend. Oh, boy. Monsieur Morrow called him to, out to the balcony, slapped him with a glove. Two days later, they had a duel, and Monsieur Morrow killed the man. Because of chair touching? The, the, chair, was, too the close, chair was bro. too close, John. This chair is too close. Whoa. Trope close. Too small. Damn. It was a, it was a duel, in a duel in place, you know? 
It's kind of one of those things like, I'm just waiting for a reason to execute this motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Dude, move this chair one more fucking You know who's got to go? That motherfucker that... Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 you touching shit? Yeah. Come, on, come, on, come outside for a minute. Let me, let me, let me, yeah. let me talk to you outside. I got, I got a secret. I'm going to slap the shit out of you with this big-ass glove. Dude, if there was a glory hole around here, I'd take you there and fucking execute you myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's not. I'd have, I'd I gotta have, put a glory hole inside your head. I'd have the the person on the other side of the glory hole be a pencil sharpener. Blow your balls off, fill it with eyeballs. Put those suck on the, your eyeballs. Suck the testicles out, of course. And then you and put then, them in your in your eyes. And now you have like ant eyes because you got I, like eight eyes per eye socket. Oh, yeah, I thought of that. Yeah, and eyeballs I, instead of balls inside the balls. And you're of not your dead, eyes. but you are a zombie. That's right. Not a nut zombie. Yeah, a nut zombie. Mm-hmm. Honest to God, nut zombie. Wow. Yes. It's science, so. But your genitalia has vision, mm-hmm. and that goes a long way. It's their eyeballs. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, let me give you a couple doctor ones. Uh, this is both in New Orleans. Doctor Samuel Shop, Doctor Samuel Shopin, long the house surgeon at Charity Hospital, resigned his post to Doctor John Forrester, uh, but then Shopin would just like hang around, mm. and Forrest, uh, 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 Foster would would you know diagnose people and say treatment, and then. Chopin would walk in and be like, "No, no, no, no. We got to uh, we got to do we got to do this uh, one. Fuck you doing? Where'd you go to medical school, dude? The swamp. <laughs> <laughs> swamp law is one thing. Swamp medicine's a whole world of kid and caboodle. Uh and and uh, one of the patients was this law student who had been stabbed by a medical intern at a at a at a ball and had lost a lot of blood. Yeah. Everybody took the Hippocratic oath. Yeah. <laughs> Every single one. He's a medical student. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He hadn't graduated the oath he yet. He was not beholden to the oath. I thought you said it was hypocritical oath. <laughs> I thought you said I, I could do like all opposite of. Yeah, I got into this for murder. I uh, sold a bill of goods, false bill of goods. The, stu- the student uh, losing all this blood. No one ever was ever like more blood. They were just like so. They they uh, they both they they both offered like different treatments, and then one day they walked in the room at the same time. Mm, and uh, that ain't gonna do. And they said that's not gonna work. So they said, "All right." And so, because uh, they were fighting, you know, they started physically fighting. Yeah. And so they said, "Okay, we can't do this. We're gonna duel in front of the hospital." Smart. And uh, uh, better or worse than smoking outside? <laughs> <laughs> better. Yeah, kind of. Less collateral damage. Yeah. Probably. So Foster and Chopin dueled. Chopin fell, shot through the jugular vein. Uh, Shit! But there, he was in front of a hospital, so there's he was. They were able to save his life, uh, but then because he was uh, injured, Foster was able to to do all of the treatment, and uh, the law student died. Holy shit! Oh, because the one guy who could do the surgery was also injured. Or no, I think they probably neither of them knew what they were doing. But like, come on, dude! I you know I love you. But they they argued over how to save this man. Then they fought over it. And, and then the man the died. died. Yeah. <laughs> so really, absolutely, really, brilliant. really, really great job. Dude, stop it. Do everybody involved? Telling you is the right way. Uh, there were more manuals on how to duel than there were how to then just sew up a jugular. <laughs> yeah, I, and the way that manual was being written was with dueling. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. The doctor shot in the jugular. He survived, but the student stabbed with a knife. They said it couldn't be done. Yeah. <laughs> the lo- but, but my great colleague here. All I had to do was sew my nutsack on his <laughs> eyelids. And look at him now. Yeah. Think- Eyes bright as the sun. <laughs> think of- Heart stop. From uh, 
Bro, send him up. Oh, you saved me when I got stabbed. Who stabbed you? He did. <laughs> uh, no one knows why this one happened. This is in Philadelphia. Uh, there was a, a doctor named Smith. And oh, doc- I know. A doctor named Jeffries. <laughs> It was probably over the Eagles or something. Uh, they, <laughs> they, Without whiz. <laughs> they, they had a disagreement. Uh, they did eight paces. They fired each other. They missed. Uh, the seconds came in and said, okay, knock it off. Didn't work. They tried again. Uh, this time at eight paces again, and Smith's arm was broken. He said, I'm not done. He said that he was wounded. He might as well die. So they did it the third time. This time Smith was using his left hand. Uh, he hit Jeffries in the thigh. Uh, Jeffries fainted, but then he, oh. re- he regained consciousness, carried on. Here uh, I go. To shorten the, the pr- procedure, the physician shortened the distance to six feet. Oh, under doctor's orders. Yeah. Gentlemen, uh, as, a medical, as a medical professional under the state of Pennsylvania. Yeah. I'm in surgery in two I recommend, hours. I, I recommend <laughs> Yin's guys. Yeah. <laughs> Yin's These guys stand six feet apart. These guys get way closer. Yeah. And uh, and uh, let's wrap this whole thing up because uh, my tea time is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. The Eagles are playing pretty soon, so uh, they both fired. There's a there's a real hot John coming through. We got Smith fell dead on the spot. Jeffries was mortally wounded, and then uh, as he was uh, as he was dying, he asked if Smith was dead, and they said yes. And he said, "Well, he'd been a schoolmate of mine, and we'd been." On great terms of intimacy, of friendship for 15 years, and he was a great man of science and a gentleman. Dude, the thing of the intimacy. What else can I say other than it was a great privilege to be as intimate as one man can be? I certainly got, yeah, it's it's the (laughs) anti-marriage. It's making me go like... Oh, my God, I fucking respected the shit out of him. And, <laughs> and there's no more intimate moment than uh, when, uh, the, you know, the person uh, you value is dying at your whim. And, uh, you, you know, and, and, and then, uh, you know, also I am too. But uh, l- let's talk more about him. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That's the honorable thing to do. You know, it's like you, you remember that. Remember, uh, like, you didn't fight. You didn't punch down back. Well, I guess back then at, at that point you would. But. Part of it was that part of the honor was that this person was on your level. But is that also possibly, and this is not uh, reducing uh, the emotional import of it, but is it possible that it was seen as possibly the only way you could uh, have a romantic gesture if you were a gay man? Uh, No, I think people were still doing gay stuff without shooting each other. I, 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 Not if you're deeply, deeply, deeply closeted. May, maybe no, but I, 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 I. People have been having sex. Men have been having sex with men without killing them for as long as people have been killing people and having sex. But yeah. what I'm saying is, the closeted gay man is is so much more likely, like for instance, in the Republican Congress. To vote against everything that is uh, uh, would be seen as yeah they have sure. to they have to look extra 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 macho so is it possible that that could inform I that mean, sort of thing it's such a in the, a masculine the, way it's such a small population like percentage of the population that it's impossible that so many but but, but also killing somebody is an intimate thing. It's traumatic. Yeah, fighting. Like we said, fighting is traumatic, but also intimate. And I think those don't have to. It doesn't have to be anything 
homosexual. No, no, no. But I wonder if it if it plays a part. Uh, and I completely agree with you. Uh, I I really do. Um, Good. Uh, no, like the intimacy supersedes sexual sexual right. orientation. But I wonder if, if some of that played into it in those days. In certain, yeah, I'm sure that there were there had. I'm sure at some point. In history, mm-hmm. some guy two do- deeply closeted men killed each other out of love for each other. He's like, I'm not gay, you are. Yeah, you man. Pull- yeah, yeah. No, no. I, I think the the simpler explanation is that um, it's all fun and games until you're on the field, mm. and then the moment where you are facing death, uh, you there's a flood of emotions that you've never experienced before. Right, and then the moment where you actually are dying you realize it was a very stupid idea mm-hmm. and you don't wish harm on anybody because harm hurts so bad. Yeah. And, yes. and you would trade it all for one more day with anybody, with anybody. Well, right. Because it's easy to trade barbs back and forth through the paper or through seconds. Mm-hmm. Sure. But the moment you actually are on the field is when the, when these guys go, you know, I didn't really actually mean any harm. Okay. All right. So man, this is the thing I want to ask you. And I, I don't mean to, uh, Whatever, step on whatever you're going to say. But, like, if, if you're going to a thesis here. But what I would say is uh, the gentlemanly thing, it would seem like uh, part of what made it gentlemanly was uh, we're going to wait, okay? And uh, you're going to have to go towards, you know, the place where you're going to make those steps. And you're going to have a lot of time to think about Sleep it. Sleep on it. Yeah. And sure, sure. Uh, it's not going to be... A bar brawl that gets out of hand and and ends up, uh, you know, it's not a crime of passion. What after a while, uh, uh, you know, uh, the great unwashed do right. Mm -hmm. Um, Instead, you're gonna be like, oh no, I'm gonna take that great uh, premise of the great unwashed where somebody says something, and I'm gonna feel greatly offended by it, and then I'm gonna go like, you know, what I have to do is meditate for this amount of time, and then I have to. Respond to it in an equally savage and uncivilized way. In 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 a way, there's less of an excuse for the noble. Yes, right, absolutely. You've had time to think about this, and all you've done is ruminate. Yes, you've had you've had time to prove uh, that you're both gentlemen. Yes, by uh, 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 appealing to the better angels of your nature. Absolutely, right. And instead, it was this thing where you go like, oh, no. Nope, doubling down. No, we have to double, to double down. down. And it was the thing where you go like, oh, yeah, like, uh, for whatever um, amount, uh, the, the the plebs would be described as, as the great savages. Um, uh, the nobles were the ones that were like, you know what we're interested in? Mm-hmm. Just the very same as uh, the boardroom scoundrels in capitalism is... Uh, Savage, overwhelming, victorious results. Mm-hmm. Yes. At any cost. Yeah. Was there a question there? No, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> it's, uh, it is the illusion of, it's, it's not even an illusion. Well, no, but that's, what, that's why none of these men realize this until the moment they have to do it, and then the moment after they do it. The man who, who wrote earlier, I'd rather see my son dead then lose his honor. Did is a not man have who a dead son. Did not have a dead son. That is a man who had not experienced having right. a dead son. Yes. Because if he had, he would have said, I, would I do, love my dead gay son. I would do anything to not have my son be dead. Yeah. 
Which is the thing you see that happens with uh, Teddy Roosevelt and, and, yes. and his Once time. war starts yes. becoming brutal. And Once war affects him personally. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah, for sure. Yes. But also, you know, I think at first he was going like, oh, well, I put my life in the line because I felt like I was, uh, uh, you know, a spoon, you know, silver spoon kid. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I, he didn't realize, like, oh, when my kids go and do it, it's going to be a fucking uh, butcher shop, right? And then it comes to his family, and he's going like, oh, my God, this fucking child I fucking adored, like, died for my fucking, you know. Yeah, I never get to see him. Bravado, yeah. you know. And ripped apart by, you know, industrialized warfare. And then. Sure, uh, but what, what, anything, really. He's, if he was stabbed, you know, by a guy on a horse. Also, when you're saying uh, the lower classes are going like, oh, well, this is something we can uh, take on and do ourselves. And then that will loan uh, nobility to us by virtue of going through the ritual. Right. They feel like they are gaining nobility by keeping up with those things, even though nobody cares because you're not noble. Right. You're not right, rich. Right. No, they're they're only gaining but, nobility in their own but caste. The, but the not... same. But the same is now. Uh, it's a thing where people go like, "Oh well, if I if I do as the rich does, I may become as right. the rich is." Right. Is which that, is <laughs> which is the the lie that's been held out forever. That's the lie the rich are telling they you. They sell it yeah. to you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's twice the price. Um. So yeah, there's not a question. Uh, <laughs> those are some observations I've 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 come to. But yes, I, I, I yes I, over everything you said. Uh, I think you're on the right path, job. though. I think you are. No, I think you are on the right path there. I mean, I think you're right. You got a lot of good points. Yeah, I mean, the thing you would really think is when the early days, when it was just nobility, like the you'd imagine like the farmers going like, "Shit, this fucking check this shit. This out. motherfucker with all this shit is gonna fucking just roll the dice on dealing shit with because he's like out. he's like I roll the dice on like putting on shoes. <laughs> right. I might get like some right. fucking infection. Like he's like, like I get kicked by an ox. This motherfucker's gonna have a fucking. These wolf. guys have shoes. He goes, yeah, these guys have like multiple shoes. You know that don't kill them. You know, yeah. That's the time when it's like it's it's very very honest. Yeah. But also, it seems like it's also a big land grab because you go like, if I can get this guy's shit, then yeah, yeah. It seems like positioning and blah mm-hmm. blah. Mm-hmm. Like in the fucking in the in the time where you're going out to a field so you don't get arrested by the sheriff. Mm-hmm. You're not getting that guy's land. You're no, not, you're no, not getting no, his no. blacksmith it's, it's shop. Just, you're you not at that point you're just fighting for an abstract that concept. Right, right. Yes, yeah. an abstract project that that they fed you yeah. because they wanted property. Yes. And you wanted pride. Yeah, and you don't and even the, have and, a last and, name to mm-hmm. pass down. Yeah, yes, yeah. and they sold you on the idea that it was all about pride. Right. When the whole time it was never. Yeah. It was all about getting other people's shit. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, and that, that, still like, not in question. It's still, it's still, <laughs> it's still a lie that gets perpetuated and sold to lower classes today. Yeah. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Now, uh, sometimes you can win a duel without actually killing anybody. Like telepathically. <laughs> kind of. Yes. Uh, exactly. There was a... a Editor of the uh, the Examiner. I don't. It doesn't say. Uh, I don't know which Examiner. Something we're in the South. The uh, the Examiner. The Examiner. And uh, the uh, there was a, this man named uh, O. Jennings Wise. He had eight duels in less than two years, and uh, his father was the governor of Virginia. So you know you already know this man. And so the governor, of course, is like, you know, people write about him in the newspapers. So his son is like, oh, I got to fucking like. My dad ain't no bitch. Yeah. And uh, 
An editor of a Whig wrote that Democrats had, Democrats had changed their old policy of electing idiots and elected a lunatic instead. Uh, and so Wise went to the Whig office and beat the man with a cane. Oh. And there was this man named Aylett, who, was a, who, sneered, who, who wrote something bad about the governor. So Wise denounced him in print, and Aylett, though horribly nearsighted, challenged him. And Aylett's first shot uh, went, went wild, and uh, Wise, a veteran of the duel, uh, fired into the air, bowed and said, Sir, I present you to your wife and children. Ah. And that was the end of the duel. Yeah, and that, and that was, um, and they tell you, if you see the musical Hamilton, that eventually became the uh, uh, par for the course. Is that you would then you would you would do you you'd turn your back and you walk paces and then fire into the air. It was a thing that happened uh, occasionally. Occasionally, it wasn't. Well, you forfeit with your own death. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. Without ever, you wouldn't be firing at each other. It would be basically. Just firing into the there air. There would be a lot of duels that where guys would be, you know, it's very much like that Orson Welles thing where they would go out to fight and everybody would just hold them back the right, whole time. Yeah. It would just be two guys who go to the field and say, we're going to duel. And, and then who, they, fi- who fires in the air right. first? Is more noble. Well, no, but what, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I know, right? Well, who wins? Yes, unless they get shot dead. Yeah, uh, which and happened then to they, Alexander. They, they, yes. Uh, no, uh, it, 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 it's talked about in the book uh, whether it's. A little disputed whether Hamilton. I'm not taking my did. history from uh, musical theater. Yes, <laughs> uh, it it is disputed whether Hamilton meant to shoot into the ground or did sh- purposely shoot into the ground or miss or or, or whatnot. Uh, he had he, uh, Barbados, he had been in his, his son had died in a duel. I believe he had been in duels before. Um, and uh, yes, not a good habit. No, it's, it's not ideal. Now there, there are also some people who uh, d- they decided that they uh, just could, no matter even if they weren't uh, ready for a duel they could absolutely not back down at all. And uh, what are you chicken? And these are these are these are two writers again. Um, Fuck. There was this one man named uh, Pleasance, and there was another man uh, uh, named uh, Richie. Uh, uh, is that right? Uh, Junior, and so so what happened is uh, they got a again. It's a uh, uh, one person who had this uh, a, a parent or the you know this history of newspapers, and the other person as two newspapers dueling through print, and they decide to to then take it to the field. And uh, uh, this this one guy, uh, uh, Thomas Junior, this uh, this man, he accused this man Pleasance of uh, of being a coward. And uh, Pleasance was uh, writing an abolitionist journal, and uh, so this was a, this was a public challenge to him, and he wrote to uh, this uh, this young man saying, uh, "I'll see him at I'll see you at dawn on the south side with pistols ready to shoot," and uh, and he was told this is not how you you do this, but that the man accepted nonetheless, and so uh, the day uh, that it happened, uh, this man Pleasance showed up with a revolver. Shot with a revolver in his coat pocket, a pistol in each hand, a Bowie knife in his vest, a sword cane under his left arm. Uh, and this man, Richie, faced him with two pistols and a cutlass in his belt, a revolver in his pocket, and a pistol in each hand. And no one um, knows what Richie had against Pleasance. I think he was just there to represent this other, this other man. But there's no personal animus between these two men. They started 200 yards away from each other. What? With what? Rockets? 
Couldn't even see 200 yards. Bro. Seventeenth century archers. You're, you're bringing it back. You're bringing it back. <laughs> That's like early Patreon. Yeah. Aaron being hammered. <laughs> Three six hundred yards. They couldn't even see. Oh right, right. Yeah, that's an early. Conco- that's an, uh, maybe the first episode of Connections. Right. Yeah, there. man. Six hundred yards yeah. is like a fucking quarter mile. Yeah, you can shoot a bow that far. Yeah, you can. A long bow, you can shoot that. But it's, you it, can. It, but also, but you, like, it's with a prayer. Yeah, oh, you know these when guys. You, when you have, else to do. if you've got five hundred guys against five hundred guys, yeah, you're gonna get some hits. Yeah, granted, 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 granted. <laughs> so it's bad. Pleasant. He didn't. He didn't want to actually do this, but he said he, he couldn't back down. So they start two hundred yards from each other. Okay. Pleasant's walked slowly towards Richie. When they were within thirty ro- yards of each other, Richie opened fire. Pleasant's fired into the air, but kept staggering towards Richie. Taking three or four hits until he collapsed in his own blood. Shit. Firing into the air? Going down, he slashed with a sword cane and cut Richie slightly in the face and then fell. Uh, he was carried from the field and died two days later. Fuck. On his deathbed. <laughs> uh, the fucking motherfucker. On his deathbed, he said he had taken the ball out of his pistol the night before. I didn't want to kill him. I went there to show him that I was not a coward. And he was pleased to hear that he was called a brave fellow. I took the balls out of my sack. The other man was tried for murder. (laughs) The other man was tried for murder, but the jury didn't even uh, show up. Didn't even leave the box. They just said, of course, he's not. Yeah, they got drunk. And then the whole courtroom burst into applause. Jesus Christ, dude. Okay, so I'm going to. This is. uh, There's there's some modern ones, but I'll save those for another time. I want to give you. Sometimes you don't need guns. Or your own weapons to duel. You're right, Matt. Yeah. Tell us, tell us how. Tell us what we need. In India, in India in 1894, two British colonial officers, Captain Phillips and Lieutenant Shepard, mm. suffered a falling out and contrived an exotic local variation on the duel. They locked a deadly venomous snake, probably a cobra, into a dark room, waited an hour, then entered the room from opposite doorways, groping their way blindly around the furniture. Jesus, Jesus. fucking Christ. After 10 minutes, Lieutenant Shepard screamed. Phillips, Phillips, they say, rushed out of the room with his hair instantly turned white. Shepard died gruesomely a few hours later. Holy shit. I say, Phillips, (laughs) here's what's going to happen. You've besmirched my family name. I'm going to wrestle up a wild cobra, king cobra, black mamba. Going to throw into a dark room. You and I are going to enter on opposite sides. I dare say, Shepard, I'm going to enter that room and seduce the snake. And fuck it, in front of you. <laughs> Not before I do, Phillips. I say I'm going to re- I'm going to seduce the snake with my ma- my masculine wild. I'm going to penetrate it from behind and in the mouth. Hear me now, Shepard. The snake will drink my venom. <coughs> you savage. You don't have the right for that snake's mouth or anus. I'm going to come first <laughs> and last. I'll tell you what. The rattler is ribbed for your pleasure, <laughs> Phillips. You deviant. <laughs> I'll see you in there. I'll fuck the snake, then I'll fuck you. <laughs> As you hear the maracas going off inside your rectum, <laughs> Phillips. I'll have none of this. Habib, open the door and blindfold me. I'm going in this room and fucking this man and this snake. I'll see you on the other side, Phillips. <sighs> I'm going to rip out those snake beads, and you're going to writhe in pleasure. <sighs> Don't threaten me with a good time, Phillips. See you in hell. (laughs) 
<laughs> God damn. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Let's get into a weird room <laughs> with a snake. The most phallic symbol of all times. A weird room? Like a dark, like what? Fumble around the furniture? Yeah, just a little weird. Oh, I'm here like, for the gangbang. Yeah, the pettiest, the pettiest, uh, I do love uh, uh, pettiness oh, yes, and absolutely. the history of it, and then it having rules. Oh, he's so fucking yeah, dumb. The rules of pettiness is a rich history. Yes, man, excellent job, man. Wonderful. That's dueling for you. Fucking blind snake uh, so I, hide and seek is I, so. Funny. I got really carried away with my takeaways. Did you? Did you have any takeaways about the, the whole practice that you? No, I think we pretty much covered them all. Other than it's just a sheer savagery. Aaron, you? Well, it's. Attempting to put rules on brutality is inherently yeah. funny. Yes. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. But a lot of it has to do with, you know, like geography and politics and tradition and abstract notions of honor. You know, there are less honor killings in places where one, women have rights. Mm. Uh, uh, two, uh, there is a pervasive rule of law. Yeah. Uh, I also think like there's a thing there too where you go like oh, like when we said like when it was a, a noble effort, where you go like these motherfuckers that don't have to work first of all they have the luxury of like, killing each like, other, yeah, bro, yeah. but also like bro like start chilling. But you go like oh the only reason they would do it is to be like oh you don't gotta work. I guess you gotta work some way, and that's the way they look at it. I think that's part of it. I think also when you're of a noble class like that where you don't have to work. There is no law that applies to you. Yes. Yeah. So be, if you are rich enough in those places and there is no system of uh, accountability, mm. the only accountability that you have is that which you impose on each other. Yes. And you know, the, the observation, uh, oh, it's not an observation, it's just a, a, a true thing. Uh, but the thing that happens in uh, uh, Game of Thrones where Braun is going like, yeah, I'm, I'm a fucking like mercenary now. He's like, all of your family started with just like the most brutal mercenary. Yeah, yeah. and he's and, and then you got a name. And then there was a thing where like they were kind of going like, the nobility was kind of admitting like, we still respect the the heavy hand mm -hmm. and, and the most uh, notable brute. We will we'll give him a name. Well, and 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 we'll say it's noble and and gentle. Yeah, and after a few like, generations, mm -hmm. it will be right. Yes, but it's the thing where you go like, was it almost cultivated to keep that thing of like, we must uh, stop everyone from from becoming soft or something? Yeah, I think there's an insecurity there. Yeah. Isn't that an, you like, know we're gentle but not soft. We're not soft. We still have it. Mm -hmm. You know. All oh, right. Yeah, I can be the most cruel. Yeah, I think there's a lot even of if I've that. never uh, uh, had plowed to... a field mm -hmm. once in my life. I still know how to do it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think there's some truth to that. Yeah. It's all bullshit. <laughs> uh, man, that was absolutely wonderful. Yeah. You I, I, I would, I would, uh, uh, I'd love a Patreon with some uh, more. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. And, and I'm sure we will. Mm -hmm. Um, you're going on a trip. I hope it's a lovely time. Thank you. Um, I guess. Yeah, I hope it's fun. I like, uh, I like the, uh, phenomena ones. I was telling Matt. Where it's not a profile in, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That person. It is a historical a phenomena. In, in a phenomena. Mm -hmm. um, I like it too. It was, it was, I love a trip through time. Yeah, yeah. I love flying through the universe. Mm. I love it. It's nice. I love it when it goes from, uh, uh, you know, uh, the street sweeper, uh, you know. I love it when it goes to a lowly king. You might be a king or a lowly street sweeper. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you, know, you, gotta, you gotta duel with the reaper. Mm -hmm. right? You know, you might get there through medieval law, mm -hmm. yeah. but you might find your way through the swamp. Yeah. 
What was it in Dusty Rose? He goes, I dine with kings and queens, and I fed on pork and beans. <laughs> I'm really done like that. I smoked from, I snorted from the silver spoon, <laughs> and I smoked the finest green. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. Yeah. Uh, fellas, I love you, boys. Love you, too. Uh, I'm going to say goodnight. My name is John Fahey. I'm Aaron Peter. Matt Brousseau. Good night, everybody. We love you. Good night. Starbanks Audio. A, podca- <clears throat> A podcast network.